Hey everybody, welcome to Nerdy Talk with Dan. I'm your host, Dan Thompson, and with me is, as uh, always, yeah, you tried to flex, uh, but in. Uh, you, can, you can introduce yourself. I'll let you introduce yourself. Go. Hi, everybody. My name is Alvin Williams. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's pretty good. I like that. So, we got a lot to talk about this week. Let's talk. Let's talk. Talk nerdy to me. Okay. Anyways, Ready Player One. That was your song. Right? I'm yeah. sorry. No, it's all, it's all good. It's we can share. Anyways, we saw Ready Player One, a screening of that on Tuesday. Yes, we did, sir. I believe that was your first movie screening ever. No, it wasn't. Oh, what was your first movie screening? I think we saw uh, Medea's Blue Halloween. Shh. Nobody needs to know that. It well, was actually Kevin Hart's uh, yeah, it was. stand-up. Yeah. yeah. This is the very first one. Yeah. Was... Yeah. But anyway, I, 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 don't, I don't support Tyler Perry. Anyways. Really? Yeah, really. I don't. I don't like Tyler Perry. I think he's talented, but I think he wastes his talent. On fake boobs? On fake boobs and also, like, just trying to capitalize off of, you know, the black audience's thirst for content, but not really delivering anything, like... Meaningful. Meaningful. That's definitely true. So I'm like, you know, just just take a break. I didn't know that. Yeah. I... I catch a lot of flack. I was at a family reunion a couple of months ago, yeah. and I had said some shit about Tyler Perry, and they were like, well, well then you're like, uh, you know, the South, like, we love Tyler. We love Tyler Perry. <laughs> and I'm like, I get it. Tyler Perry, he, he, hey, he makes great stuff. But I was like, but really, he's kind of like the new Ernest. He's like the black Ernest. You never seen those movies? Oh, yeah, this. You've seen the Ernest movies, but you were a kid, probably. Uh, you don't remember. Well, what what do you think he tried to do with um that spy movie or the cop movie that he did? Oh yeah, the one that where that Idris Elba was supposed to originally play. Yeah, I guess. Uh, I thought he was bad. I forgot. Alex Cross. Yeah, Alex Cross. Yeah, because Morgan Freeman originally played that character in the nineties, and then Idris Elba was supposed to be next in line. So don't you think that was a crossover for him? No, it wasn't. It didn't work for him. Yeah, I was about to say, it was an attempt to cross over to be like a serious actor. And he's shown up in things I've been like, he actually wasn't that bad, sort of. Like, uh, um, I can never remember that movie. It must not be good. No, it's got Ben Affleck. (laughs) Right? (laughs) But it's got Ben Affleck in it and uh, Gone Girl. Gone Girl, that's what it's called. This woman pretends to be dead and like drives her husband nuts. Like, oh, you should have like Love me when you had me. And then, like, he goes through all this shit to find her and not look like he killed her because everybody thinks that he killed her. Mm-hmm. And Tyler Perry plays, like, the attorney that's, like, you know. He's always trying to play a lawyer attorney. It, right? Yeah. He can play attorneys pretty well. Sorry. Stuck up, stuck up people. Uh, he's kind of more defended. Like, he's like, <laughs> well, my client. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he did have three kids. And, come on, yeah, he can do some, that. He can, he can play his ass off on that. But I just don't think he's, uh, I just don't think he's. Using his skills wisely. Well, not wisely, because he's making money off of it. Got his own studio, which Black Panther shot in, so big ups to him for that. Mm-hmm. But other than that. Didn't know that. Yeah, do you like Tyler Perry? No, I'm not a fan of him. Uh, of course, everybody, everybody thought he was uh, funny when he yeah. first came out. Uh, Diary of a Mad Black don't, The only thing I didn't like about it, which I guess it was every concept, but... um. He kind of took the concept of uh, Sister Cantaloupe, which was a, a com- comedian in the 90s. Mm-hmm. And it was actually a woman, but she was dressed up as an old woman, like mad black woman. Oh, gotcha, like, gotcha. All the single and, uh, you know, violent or whatever the case is. And uh, I actually saw her live, but 
he kind of took that concept and it spiraled into something else with social media to me. Like now, yeah, I, now I feel like a lot of guys, even when they act like they're hard or whatever the case is, like are quick to like dress up and act like a girl and think it's funny. Emmanuel Hudson. Well, actually, he's a, a funny whole conspiracy. Guy, but... There's a whole conspiracy theory about it, and this is weird. So weird conspiracy theory, but I'm sure you know about it. Like Dave Chappelle, the reason the Chappelle show was Didn't canceled continue. was because some executives said, "Hey, you know, it'd be funny." You like. Wore a dress and this Didn't thing, and he was it, like, "Because right? eh. a lot of other people have done that in their history of career, and it didn't really pay off for them." Right? What's his name in a Juana Man? Oh, right. Yeah. What's his name? I don't remember his name. Everybody, everybody's seen Juana. Everybody, man, look right? up Juana Man if you. The guy who played know. the uh... Arsenio Hall, maybe. Was it Arsenio the play? I think he was featured in, but I don't think it wasn't Arsenio. But it looks like Arsenio. It's the. It's, the... it's not Arsenio. He does resemble him a yeah, lot, but though. it's not him. Sorry, Arsenio. You would never do something like that. <laughs> nah, it was the uh, guy that dressed up as a girl to play uh, professional NBA yeah. basketball. Or WNBA. Yeah, Martin. He, Big Mama's House. I mean, even Mar- though, Martin, did that, he, Martin he, did that in his own television show, though. Even though I was about to say, Big Mama's House is like, like a rare thing because the movie is about like a guy that has to dress up. Yeah. So he knows he's a guy. Right, right, right. You know, but like it's not like he's playing an actual woman like Tyler Perry. Well, he did that as Shanae. Yeah, but it was... Fuck yeah, they got him there. Yeah. But I mean, a lot of people did it though. Like you, you know, that's how Jamie Foxx actually. Yeah, in Living Color. No, no, that's how he actually got his career started. He went into an audition that was supposed to be for women, and he dressed up he as a woman. He made a joke about that in some show that got recently canceled. Uh, uh, white famous, where he's like, oh, okay. Where he's talking to his white famous got canceled. Oh, I'm sorry. All right, sorry. Hold on. We'll this talk is about the best. I'm sorry. This, this is off tangent. <laughs> it's great to know when shows get canceled when nobody else does. Yeah, I, mean, I can no, bring no, up no. how they got canceled, and I know it's like their favorite shows. I mean, and they're like, "What? You got canceled?" And I'm like, "Oh, you didn't hear." Thank but like, so I, have, so I have to fake sympathy it a little bit. But you know, like, yeah, it got canceled, and Jamie Fox in that in one episode is like, "Oh yeah, you know, make your career great." He's like, "Just you know, wear a skirt once." Right. He's like, "It's not that bad. I've worn a skirt." Blah blah blah, but it's just capitalizing on the mm. on that idea. But anyways, before we get off tangent, we're already off tangent. But we were far off tangent. Yeah, but Ready Player One. Let's get back to that. Ready Player One. Uh, the screening for that was pretty crazy because it was a full house, and I think they last were, minute people. Yeah, like by the time it was like ready to go, I think it was like sixty people had been turned away. Yeah. So, you know, I knew this movie was catching some heat because at first I I didn't think Ready Player One was going to be good. Mm. The first two trailers were kind of boring. Didn't really sell me on the idea, but then the third final trailer finally sold me on the concept. And then when I saw the movie, it was like Steven Spielberg is back. Yeah, he kind of nailed it. In his prime. Like, it's like when a rapper has been off for a long time. Just because... Not P. Diddy, but like, I'm trying to think something. Like Jay-Z. Yeah, Spielberg is kind of like the Jay-Z of filmmaking. Mm. But but he's like, you know, I'm just going to do this thing. I'm going to be a part of this company. I'm not really going to make shit. And then somebody might have said, yeah, Spielberg's not really Spielberg anymore. He can't really do shit now. And then Spielberg's like, oh, oh, really? Oh, really? I'm going to come back with this hot fire. And then Ready Player One, he just dropped it. And he's like, I still got it. <laughs> I still got it. 
Because at the end of the movie, I was like, he still got it. Yeah, he did. It was a good movie. It was very good. It was really good. And it feels very Spielbergian in a sense. Like, we can't really talk spoilers or anything. I don't want to spoil the movie for anybody who hasn't seen it. So, don't worry, guys. I'm not going to spoil it. But I will say some things I liked about it. TJ Miller, who plays this, like, assassin working for... This gamer assassin working for uh, the main bad guy of the movie. And he's like, he looks very like sinister and evil, but when he talks, he just sounds like a nerd. Mm-hmm. And he's like, there's this, a scene that happens near the end where like his his life is in danger, his gamer life is in danger, and he's like, hey, don't set this bomb off. Uh, I got ten years worth of shit in me, and like I just like I, I died. Yeah, 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 that was, was the funny part. It was great. I mean, that whole movie just had a great cast. I like the the crook in the neck. Uh... He kept going. It's that like, guy. It's the same yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, no. So yeah. I just like the, I just like that quirky kept going. I was like, yeah, how you doing, man? I'm good. I got a little quirky in my neck, but you know, yeah, and I got come back again. He's like, no, I really think I need to see a therapist. <laughs> like my neck is hurting. Like, <laughs> and that, and that was, the funny thing is about that movie is that it really uh, talked about gaming in a love hate type of way. Mm. Like you can spend so many hours playing on a video game multiplayer. Meeting, meeting friends, building lasting relationships with these gamers, and then... It was definitely something of its time. Like It's definitely something for this generation to relate to and understand. Um, one thing I got out of it is, uh, is it, it showed you where... It's pretty much where the world of gaming is going to. Yeah. But it's kind of for one of you right now. It's like, don't consume all your don't time playing, yeah, playing games. Because even with the, you know... Even with playing the game, like in the very beginning, it showed like where he lived and everything, like how he was in the slums. But when he went into this game, everything was just amazing. And it's just, I don't know, it was, I liked it. I liked the whole concept. And it was a warning for the millennials, the new people of this time, to really just like. Absorb all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, I, I get take, it. Take take heed to the warning that he was giving you. I feel you, feel you. I mean, I think uh, it's. It, I hope it does really well at the box office. They're definitely gonna make it a, a second one. I they think, have to. Oh yeah, they definitely yeah. left it open for more. So you know what kind of remind me? Of? Well, all, if I if, when I tell people about it, I always say it was like a mix between um, Avatar and then. Uh, that movie, uh, Nerve. You see Nerve? Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, I just felt like it was a mix between that because, like, everybody was consumed in it. Everybody, like, put all their time into it and didn't realize really what the outcome was. Or really, not even the outcome, but really how detrimental it is, like, taking your life. Yeah, and I mean, so. uh, I hope the future doesn't become like that. But, you know, I think uh, it's interesting to see how people are going to respond to that movie parents can take their kids and be like oh i don't want my kid to get like obsessed with vr stuff but vr stuff is coming it's here here, you know but like if it becomes that advanced like in the movie that would be nuts but it's damn near close bro (laughs) i mean i I like even like how not to you know spoil anything but i like how they made him level up oh yeah like with the different things like first he was just playing in the van or whatever the case is and then he you know it's fucked up the amount of money that you put in, that they put into it, like into the VR equipment in that movie's universe, like you, if like people were practically poor, and that's what I'm VR saying. Stuff. And I was just like, 
That's what shit, I'm that's saying. That's kind of what it's like now when you're buying like games and all this other shit. But and but it it makes it makes sense though because we we had a conversation about this before, like um, how you can live in a life with with VR, mm-hmm. where it's gonna get to a point where like pretty much people are in these your your apartments are gonna get smaller, your pods and everything is gonna get like. Very small, and you're gonna be living through virtual reality. True, because like right now, you don't have to leave home to do anything. Like you sit here, you order food and things off your phone. Yeah, you can sit here, order games. All you gotta do is go online, get the game. You don't have to go outside anymore. You really don't have to. So it's just like, who cares about where I live? I could be in the hood because everybody plays VR. <laughs> that would be kind of funny. Nobody's stealing. <laughs> Nobody's like, stealing from other VR. Yeah, we all got we all got the same shit. So it's like, it's like I like that haptic suit you got, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Is it my size? It's like, nah, it's a, it's, a, it's an extra small. <laughs> That's what I was saying, bro. I cut the strap, bro. Sorry, man. It's extra small. Uh, so you can't take it. <laughs> but that's just me. I think, uh, you know, in the future, hopefully they'll do a a sequel. It seems like they left a lot open more but you know Steven Spielberg he's a kind of a genius when it comes to making franchises and just you know going you know uh, going the extra mile to make sure that his franchises you know are sustainable in a weird way so uh do we have a do we see a sequel in the future yeah just based off just I mean it'll probably be I I They've actually already started working on a second Ready Player One with the book's writer, uh, and I think they're writing it. They're, they're they're working on it now, and they're so probably if this movie is successful, it's probably going to be two thousand and twenty one before that movie comes out. So that's not a long wait. Ready Player Two. Yeah. I mean, it's. I loved it, man. I actually, I actually did like it. Like, I went back telling people about it, and um, it kind of gives you a Teen Titan feel. Teen Titans feel. I kind of felt. I kind of felt like because there was a lot of teens in it. Like, well, not really, <laughs> not really like the age based off the age, but like each person had their own like strengths and abilities. Gotcha, gotcha. Which every movie, every character has their own strengths and abilities, but. That's what gave me hope for a uh, Teen Titans type movie. Yeah, like a, a sequel. You know what I'm saying? Hmm. Oh well, yeah, I definitely think uh, they're just gonna play it. They're gonna play. It right there's here. so many ideas that they kind of teased that they couldn't really get into. But I think Spielberg's the master of that type of thing. And uh, yeah, here's hoping it it works out. I hope it makes a lot of money. You know, because uh, gamers are fickle. You know how Tomb Raider ended up. Didn't make a lot of money over here. Video game movie. But Ready Player One is like a weird thing where it's like not based off a video game, but it's based it's a video off video like, game world. Yeah, but it's based off like a book and that's kind of a different thing where it's like, oh man, like this is mm. like, it's not like the book was. You know, I did see a lady with a book, but I didn't Yeah, my my friend who I brought with me to the screening, they uh, she she was she said, Oh, you know, I really like the movie. They changed the challenges from the book though, and I'm like, Oh, okay, what the challenges in the book more interesting? She was like no, nah, they actually made those challenge, these challenges better in the movie. So that's high praise to me, where you can improve something right. based off of like something that everybody loves already. I didn't read the book, so I came into the movie with yeah, like fresh eyes. Yeah, so, I didn't either. Yeah. So and it had a great villain. 
Like, the guy they got to play the bad guy. Uh, I can't remember the actor's name. Sorry, actor. But he was the bad guy in Star Wars. Uh, Rogue One. Okay. I didn't see that, but... Check I didn't see him in... <laughs> yeah, like, I did see him in Ready Player One. It was, uh, it was definitely different, man. I liked it. Oh. Cool, cool, cool. So, what would you give it, like, out of, like, four stars? Um... Me in a Spielberg movie, um, based off his previous movies with, you know, the big action, then the mess Jelon to go with it, I'd give it a, I'd give it a three. Okay. Three, 3.25. Gotcha. It, I'll give it a 3.5 out of four. 3.5. I will buy it on Blu-ray. That's how much I liked it. Because, one... It's hard to watch a movie and get sucked in when all the characters are like CGI and shit. Right. You know, that's hard. Especially when you know it's like fake. Mm-hmm. But I, I bought it. You know, I was like... Mm, I the, the only thing that, that kind of courted me a little bit was the... The love token on the movie. The mm-hmm. whole thing of love, like... It, it played off... Of course, it played off the head guy... Of the oh, world, yeah, the company. It played it played off his a little bit, but at the same time, like this dude was like he's lost to all these people in his life, and then he just sees this girl in VR, like I love you, like bitch, <laughs> like, he, like he's like he risked it all over this girl, like he really doesn't know. Well, that was well, that well, that I think was a parallel to living in the universe. Well, just not how like video gamers, how gamers can become close to other gamers playing these games and they might not really know these people but they they form these close bonds or they think they form these close bonds and it's kind of playing off the potential danger of it where it's like oh we should meet up in real life blah 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 you know but you don't really know them so it's just like mm. but when he but in the movie when they do actually meet that's when that connection forms and it it infers what Spielberg was the message that Spielberg was saying was that you need to get out and like actually talk to people face to face instead of like using technology to, you know, form connections and stuff. Right, right, right. Because that's how you can only create a real bond. Blah blah blah. But I don't know. It's interesting stuff to dissect. Now that I'm thinking about it, I'm I mean, it's just uh, I mean, like I said, like like I said, being with that same concept and knowing like the main character, like he lost his wife. I mean, he lost his parents. His Everybody sister. in the theater. I'm agreeing with you. Everybody in the theater yeah. said it felt the same way. There's a scene in the movie where the guy, like, like 45 minutes into the movie, the main character, tells the love interest, I love you. Like, and everybody in the, the theater is like, oh, <laughs> uh, awkward. But we're not going to get into any further things. But, oh, yeah. yeah, it's fun to watch movies like that. With when is it officially coming out? It came out officially today. Mm, Thursday. Four-day weekend for, you know, because the, what do you call it? Uh, not Resurrection Day. Easter? No, it's not Easter. It is Easter on Sunday. Easter Sunday. So, is a lot of stuff closed on Friday or something? No, it's just they want to get an extra day in because they know, like, people are going to want to go to the movies on Sunday. Oh. Like, there's not shit to do on Sunday. You know, like, <laughs> hey, let's go to the movies. <laughs> hey, let's go to the movies or at the church. Man, be like, hey, no. let's go to the movies. You got early morning service and afternoon service. Nah. And night service. Nah, I'm good. But you know, who knows? I think uh, I think that movie's gonna do well. It's got a couple of weeks before Avengers: Infinity War drops, so it's got the next thing it's got to fight is probably Rampage with The Rock. Mm. 
You saw the trailer for that. Yeah, I saw the trailer, but you're like, eh. Looks good. Looks fun. Yeah. Looks like dumb fun. You think it's gonna? Is it gonna be competition though? It's gonna I mean, be it's, the competition because I mean because it has a history. Yes, but it's just got the rock. It's just that's all you need, really. I mean, north. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and one, it's just got. It's, it looks like it's, it has heart. It looks like it's yeah. a video game movie with heart. And that's what I've always. That's what I think I said in the Tomb Raider one was that like, oh, like video game movies just need to understand their video game movies and then try to find a way to make it accessible to gotcha. to viewers. And I think with that movie, they showed at the beginning the Rock is like, you know, uh, he's got he's friends with the main main like gorilla mm-hmm. George or whatever or Harambe. Harambe. <laughs> <laughs> Harambe or some shit. But like when they pull the guns out on. Lolo, George, or Harambe, like, The Rock is like, no! Yeah. And it's just like, you're like, oh, man, I hope this gorilla doesn't get shot down. And it goes out of control. So you instantly feel, I think in the movie, you're going to feel like, oh, man, like, I really hope The Rock can find a way to cure his best friend. Right. And shit. From these monsters. And save him from the government. And then it has a happy ending. And then Mm -hmm. you leave. Spent $8 on that ticket. You're good. You've seen some action. You got a little bit of heart. Happy ending, boom. but it's I'm not saying it's gonna be like a masterpiece, but no, but it, never mind. I was about <laughs> to say like, is it like original? And I was about to, oh, I was cool. about to, I was about to like compare it to John Wick, but nah, that's not the same. Compare it to what? <laughs> John Wick. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> John, <laughs> it's no John Wick. I'm like motherfucker. It's fucking movie about giant monsters and yeah, John Wick no comparison I mean John Wick could probably handle that situation pretty easily though. shit man he's just gonna kill everybody like monkey shit yeah or his dog ooh I got an idea for when <laughs> you're like looking at me like don't say it when John Wick finally jumps the shark when they like just have a really bad John Wick movie yeah. John Wick he gets a new dog and his dog gets infected with that monster or a rampage virus and then he gets big and he's like no, and the he's crossover like, begins. And he's like, "I'm looking for my dog," and then they're like, "Haven't you been watching the news? It's downtown, destroying the fucking city." And he's like, "Thank you." And he's like, "If anyone hurts my dog or gets in my way, oh man, so he's dead. very like vigilant, like yeah, or maybe he's a vigilant. I mean, some assassins are after him and shit, and he's like after trying to save his dog before he gets killed off. Kill that, kill that officer! He shot at my dog. Hey. Sit, sit. Don't mess with John Wick's dog. Yes, yeah, but yeah, my story right there. Me going off tangent, but whatever. I think I think the next John Wick is gonna be about him finding love again. Nah, he's gonna die. It's not about that. I mean, it's not gonna be about a dog though. Oh no, it, he might he might one. he might lose it. He might lose it over love or whatever. No, the second one even wasn't about a dog. I mean, yeah, maybe, maybe. it was only like one about a dog. That was like the first one. The first one was about his wife. Yeah, but then it was fuck you for trying to be deep. <laughs> this is this is what I was supposed to be doing. Fuck you. I saw the look on your face, that smug look at you. Like, yeah, I finally seen the movie three times. And yeah. I can tell you're like something. the first movie was about his wife, Daniel. It was about his wife, but they used the dog to do that shit. So fuck you. Yeah. So, anyways, an interesting story. I mean, interesting picture. Now, I had to ask you a question about it. I saw a picture of John Wick and uh, John Wick One, John Wick Two. Right, mm-hmm. there was a picture of the hotel, the outside scene. There was a scene in the first movie where he was getting out of the, he was getting out of his old school car, or whatever, in front of the hotel. Mm-hmm. Then in the second movie, he's just like literally just walking down the street into the hotel. Yeah. But it's the same cars outside. 
Somebody said that the movies were based off each other within like four days apart. Yeah, they are. Are they? Yeah. How? John, John Wick at the end of the first one is going to find his car to get his car uh, back that's been remodeled and shit after it got wrecked in the last one. Right. So at the beginning of the movie, that's where there's that car chase because he's like trying to find people who took his car in that auto shop and fixed it up and shit. Mm-hmm. Gets his car back but damages it in the process. Right. And then he tells the guy to, that's going to fix it, he's like, hey, can you fix my car? And he's like, oh, man, this, you totaled it. It's going to take like, it's going to take a while. And I think he said like three months or some yeah. shit. And I was like, oh, that's three. It's going to be fixed in three. But but uh, basically, yeah, they just didn't want to give John Wick a break. Because that's kind of a John Wick type of thing where gotcha. he just can't. He can't he catch his break. Yeah. He only got like maybe like five or ten minutes of peace. Once he got his car back, it was probably like ten minutes of like relaxation. And then that that uh, Romanian guy shows up and he's like, "Hello, John. <laughs> I just okay. want you to do something for me." And he's like, "No, please find someone else." <laughs> and he's like, "No, you can do it, man." Yeah. So it was kind of just like, "Oh fuck, just leave my boy alone, man." Yeah, yeah. Let him get some sleep, bro. But three though, that's gonna be amazing. I don't know how he's gonna get in it. Get out of that. I don't know how he's gonna get out of that situation because it's a fucked up situation. So he dies. He's gonna die at the end of the thing. He's, he's not gonna. That's gonna be official. His yeah. Five, and then you can have yeah, prequels and shit like that. With I was him. gonna bet you, but I don't like betting you with movies. It's not a good idea. <laughs> well, that's a, well, that's the thing. I don't think John Wick is a character that should get a happy ending. Really. Because he's, he's ended so many people's lives and stuff? Yeah, he's assassinated so many people, but he found love. That's Is great. he giving up? No, he's not going to give up, but he's going to... That would be a sad death if he doesn't give up. The only, I... the only thing is, he maybe he won't die. You want to know why? Because I just recently watched that movie, and now that I think about it, at the end of that movie, the hotel guy, the main hotel guy, Ian McShane, mm-hmm. he gives John Wick a coin thing to make a deal. Mm-hmm. With someone, because he was like, oh, this might actually come in handy one day. And he was like, all right. So they planted a lot of seeds for the third one. So John Wick might use that coin thing. He might go to the high up assassin's order, mm-hmm. people who ordered the hit on him and shit. Mm-hmm. And he might be like, hey, I will do something for you guys if you guys can call off this hit. I guess, that's why, I guess that's why he was walking upstate yeah, across so the bridge at the end. Yeah, so three might be, they just might say, hey, if you do this for us, we will let you walk away. Have some peace, whatever. But while he's doing that, he's got other people after him, all those assassins after him, plus Common, who survived mm. getting stabbed or whatever. In the, John solid, Wick, in the solid mall fight yeah, scene. Yeah. So John Wick decided to give him a choice to live, and he was smiling, smiling when he, uh, like the last scene we see of Common, Common smiling with the knife in him. Because it wasn't a, like a. It was kind of a trade-off with it, right? Because yeah, he, like, he saved like, him one time. Yeah, well, he, no, he was like, if you take the knife out, you will bleed and you will die. But if you leave it in, you'll live. You know, you'll be, live long enough to get some medical attention. And he was like, and he just stood there, or sat there smiling like, I'll see you in three, bitch. Mm. And so. <laughs> three months, bitch. Yeah, so. Stitches heel. Huh? And three comes out next February or March, so no. looking forward to that. It's that's gonna, gonna be, be nice. awesome. Yeah, that's gonna be nice. John Wick is. Mm. So do we see uh, Keanu in anything else before John Wick? I don't, actually, yeah, he's got some AI movie or virtual reality, not virtual reality, but his. It's like a movie where his family dies, 
and he's a scientist and he decides to bring his family back like clone his family or some shit but they don't have souls so <laughs> things go wrong things go bad i think they're like robots or some shit or and then like John Wick, bro. yeah i mean but keanu reeves is all about existential shit mm-hmm. like keanu reeves just likes just likes uh things about what life is what's the meaning of life the matrix that's what those movies were about Really, you know. He looks like a deep person, like in real life. Yeah. So, I don't, I've never watched him in anything I didn't like. He's a weird actor, yes, but he's enjoyable to watch. My fault. No, you're fine. He, you, if you hear AJ crunching, is because he's crunching on some crunched ice. And I'm like, stop fucking crunching on ice. When we're doing the podcast. I don't have any more ice. Yeah. 628, that's my birthday. All right, what's going on? Anyways. What's going on next, man? Uh, well, let's talk about the Stormy Daniels thing. Uh-uh. Because that's kind of interesting. It's not nerdy, but it's like in entertainment, and it's a big deal, sort of. Cause so what's your president going to do today? He's not my president. Well, he's definitely president. <laughs> he's not I, my president. You voted for him. I voted for Trump? I didn't vote for Trump. I don't know. Now, I know you voted for Trump. No. Look at you. Wearing these red pants and shit. Fuck that. Looking straight out of the... <laughs> First off, Republican I have Party. On, I have on blue pants. No, nah, he doesn't. It's red. It's strictly. It's straight up red. If you see my red pants, I mean, pants. you probably could see "Make America Great Again" on the side and shit <laughs> on the side of your pants. <laughs> but anyways, I'm just gonna say it's weird. It's a it's a it's a fucked up situation because one, the person that's making these allegations, but I'm just gonna believe that they're true. Is a porn star. Adult actress. It's true. That's what they want to be called. Adult actress. But I'm like, you're not even. Adult entertainer. But see, I'm such an asshole that I'd be like, why would you call yourself an actress? You can't act worth shit in your porn. (laughs) That wasn't convincing. Kenji. I don't know. I've never seen Stormy. I didn't even know who Stormy Daniels was until this whole thing came out. So she's definitely not on my Pornhub searches. So. (laughs) So. Stormy Daniels, she said, she said something. What did she say to Donald Trump? Oh yeah, she said. She saw him on the newspaper. Yeah, I mean, she on saw the my magazine, and like Trump was talking about himself, like, oh look how awesome I am on this magazine. Look at my posture. It's like at least a thirty-five year old's posture. <laughs> yeah, I'm sixty. Yeah, he was sixty at the time. This happened in two thousand eleven. Two thousand six, and the allegations came out in two thousand eleven. But the event happened in two thousand six. Yeah, fuck. But anyways, <laughs> uh, she basically calls him out on his bullshit, and she's like, you know, you know, does that really work? Somebody should just get this ma- magazine and just spank you with it. And then she said, Trump turned around and pulled his pants down, and then allowed her to spank him. Mm. And I was like, that's some house of cards shit right there. Like, Kevin Spacey, he probably would do that. That's what your president does, huh? It's not my president. All right, sorry, I'm going to stop it. My president's Obama. Even though, you know, Obama would never do that. Maybe like in the like in the privacy with like Michelle, he would like let her spank him or something, but whatever power trip Michelle needs, I don't know. <laughs> I'm just But I'm but I'm just saying so, it's weird. Um Let's see, yeah, he put his pants down and she then, spanked him. And then more happened probably. She probably pegged him too. Right there, standing with their no, no, no. They probably went somewhere else, and he had like the pegging equipment ready. 
Like, yeah, this is what I like. And she She's was, like, oh, snap. He was like, no, that's mine. Yeah, she was like, I didn't know you were into this, Trump. And he's like, yes, I like to be picked. Bigly. Actually, I like to be picked by the women. Yeah, and then Storm, Stormy was like, probably texting her friends like, oh, my God, I picked Trump. this billionaire guy. You think she knew? Well, of course she knew. I mean, she did, but she probably wanted to keep it, you know, hush, hush a little bit. So, so with these allegations or with the sex... Because she admits to having sex with him. Yeah. She admits to spanking she, him. And but see, here's stuff. the fucking thing. She was like, oh, I didn't, I didn't want to have sex with him. And then, like, did he rape you? She was like, no, it was consensual. I'm like, okay, so you just fucked him for what? The clout? Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm like, where, where, where is it? That was a good one. <laughs> yeah, yeah that, that's what I would ask. Like, if somebody literally came to me with that conversation, I'd be like, my first instinct would be like, oh, my God, did he rape you? Mm-hmm. And then she was like, no, it was... <laughs> it was but then she even admits she's like, yeah, I didn't think he was a attractive or anything. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Like, what 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 is the end result? What did she receive out of this? I mean, she did get a hundred thousand to keep quiet. <laughs> Years later, what was her, I'm saying, what's her reasoning for like fucking him in the first place? Maybe she just because she got to fuck a billionaire. Like, I'm not saying I would fuck a billionaire. Like, if I met like a woman who was like a billionaire and she wasn't really attracted to me, but I fucked her, I would be like, "Hey, I fucked that much money before." These allegations mean nothing, <laughs> bro. Like, if you are here just fucking people for the hell of it, you cannot come back. But you can't come back after this man becomes president, whether he was a billionaire beforehand or not. You can't come back and be like, "Yeah, I just want to let everybody know that we had sex." Don't nobody give a fuck. Yeah, I mean nobody cares. I mean, I think that's the name of the game, though. When you when you put yourself in any type of spotlight, all of the dirt that you did or kinky shit that you did is fair play. Hell unfortunately, no. Unfortunately, Bro. I'm not agreeing with. You. I'm, not, I'm not. I'm not disagreeing with you. I do think it should just be like, unless he raped you, you don't need to talk about it. There's no need. But she was all for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But because. It was just something they did. I don't even know her name. What's her name again? Stormy Daniels. I don't even know if that's her real name. I hope it's not. That's Stormy. Yeah, that sounds like a sounds like a white girl. Name. Yeah, that sounds like a porn name. Yeah, but you know, I just think no of, offense to white girls, but yeah, I know a lot of white girls that I know actual black. Have, I know I know a black girl actually named Stormy. Oh, that's embarrassing. She likes it. Whatever. She's older as well, but oh, okay, there we I'm go. I'm saying the point is like I mean her name is Stormy, so a like, lot of ridiculous yeah. names out there. Yeah. There's normies out there. <laughs> I don't know if there are, but yeah. But anyways, yeah. I'm just gonna say, like, maybe this is kind of a normal thing, though, for anybody that is in that amount of like royalty, pu- yeah, and like publicity. Like, if you're a movie star, there's tons of sexual allegations that come out. Like, I had sex with them, and they're like, oh, okay, like. You know, oh, okay. we got to keep this quiet. But why keep it quiet? Like, it was 2006. You weren't married. You, I don't think he was married no. to... to Melina. Uh, Melania? Is it Melina? I thought it was Melina. Melanin? Melanin? She damn sure ain't Melanin. That's a damn sure. Okay, yeah. But, yeah, I don't think he was married to her at the time. So, he shouldn't have been afraid that he fucked a porn star. And, it, and if it was in his presidency or during his, his election... You know, or oh, what they said he was a candidate at the time. Yeah, like uh, yeah, like by the time she was saying all this stuff that she had already said in 2011, and then brought it back up in 2016. At the end of 2016, I would have just been like, you know, uh, 
you can say what you want to say. I mean, it's been a that was like in two thousand six. But uh, my question is, does that does that hurt him? No, it doesn't. Does it hurt him at any time? Like, so if it doesn't hurt him, it doesn't benefit her. Besides, just letting everybody know, hey, I fuck Trump. I fuck Trump. Mm. What does that? Yeah, get off your phone. What does that was do? that loud noise? <laughs> this dude's my father. I am. But I mean, it does, I mean, I already said this. This whole allegation scheme. Yes, she's made the money. She, yes, he paid her what one hundred forty thousand dollars. Yeah, he paid her one hundred forty thousand. <laughs> the way she said it sounded so suspect because she was like, she was like, yeah, and he paid me, and they paid me a lot of money to keep quiet. But it really was small when you really think about it. To like, and I was just like, uh, this hoe. <laughs> well, I wasn't gonna say she was a hoe. I have respect she's for porn stars. Fuck okay, that. she's bro. A- <laughs> A, this hoe is trying to get this money, <laughs> bro. She understands she fucked Trump. He's he was a billionaire at the time. I was under the impression he's the president now. She's trying to get the publicity I was under the, and the money. I was under the she's impression. probably old. Her pussy. Let's not talk about her. Pussy, uh, not even okay? we're not gonna talk about that. But she's trying to get her views up, man. She's trying to get money. There's no there's nothing else to say to this. If you can't sit here and say like you said, this guy raped me. You can't say this guy put something in my drink. You yeah. can't sit here and say, oh, it wasn't under my consent. I didn't say that. What? What is it to say? True. And I, I don't support Trump, but right at this point now, it's like... <laughs> You're like, yeah, he doesn't really have anything bad. Yeah, he does I mean, it doesn't have... But if you... Okay, so... Let's say... Uh, let's see. Megan Fox. I know you... Wait, what's... what's what? Megan Fox? I'm not into Megan Fox you used anymore. used to be into Megan that Fox. That was 2000... That's, Seven. But that's what I, that's Daniel. That's that's my thought. But that was when she was in Transformers. That's when she was bad. So my thing is, prior to her being famous on TV or whatever the case is, if you fuck Megan Fox, if you that was your lady, whatever the case was, and then she gets big, what gratitude do you get <laughs> out of telling everybody, oh yeah, I fucked her? I mean, obviously. I would be telling everybody I fucked Megan Fox. And you know time. what I'm going to say? But I wouldn't be on the news saying like, yeah, I fucked <clears throat> Megan Fox. And I didn't think she was a drag. But, but I'm saying, even even though at the time, like, what is it, what, what is it as a person? But it's different. It's a, di- it's a different circumstance. Because it's president? Yeah, because it's, it's not. It says the guy wearing the red pants. I have pants. blue pants. I'm going to take and a snapshot this. It. The first episode. Fuck that. But anyways, I'm just going <laughs> to say, you know, like, I don't know. If you were... A celebrity, you became a celebrity, or we became celebrities overnight because of this podcast, right? And then, like all the women that we slept with over the course of however many years, come out of the woodwork saying, "Oh yeah, I fucked him. Mm-hmm. He was he sucked mm-hmm. or something like that." I would be like, "Oh, that's not really that bad." You can say it. you can talk about my performance, whatever, but uh, <laughs> just you know, like it don't, if it's nothing that says something against my character, it's not a big deal. Okay. So why keep it quiet? But it's for okay for Obama. This would have been a story. This would have been. This would have destroyed him because people already were out for his head. For President Bush, the second one, he could have got away with it. Barely, he would have. He would have had Cause more because he's, he's like, "Hey, I'm dumb. <laughs> Come on, guys, I make mistakes. Like I would have forgave him." <laughs> I was about to say Clinton, but we already had one of those. Clinton, I feel like everybody really doesn't hate him for that. 
He already had a situation. Do you like? Yeah, I feel like I don't really. Not feel like nobody hates him for it, but at the same time, like, and he was, and that's the thing. He was married. He had like he had things going on while he was in the office. My thing, my my thing, kind of was like, and this is when I was a kid when this was coming out. I was just like, like, well, is he doing his job right? (laughs) Hillary's not doing her job right. No, 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 no. I was like, (laughs) like, is he doing his job right? Is he like being a good president? And then besides that. If he's just a shitty husband, should that matter? You think that's good qualities of a good president? Cheating on your wife? No, I don't in think. The White House? I don't think so. I don't think it's a good quality. But I'm saying if like you can run shit, like if Obama, if it came out that Obama was cheating on his wife this whole time and he had got like Obamacare passed at the time, I would have been like, well, let's pat this man on the back. At least he did something good out of that. But it would be Evil so penis. many memes about, about <laughs> Michelle whooping his ass. Michelle would whoop his ass. I don't. I I I I would believe that. Yeah. But you know, I don't know. It's a, it's a, it's a tough it's a tough thing to be in. If I was running for president and then some stuff came out of the woodwork that I wouldn't like stuff to be known, I would just be like, well, how bad is it, guys? And then if it's like, yeah, you had sex with this porn actress. And she like says like that she wasn't really into you, but it was consensual. I'd be like, okay, well that that she that she let that go. Like that's fine. Uh, this, this is definitely something we can let go. Yeah, I'm like, I don't know. Now, it was. But here's where it gets interesting, though. Uh huh. Oh, yeah, so it will it, say the juicy stuff a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wanted, I, wanted to, I wanted to milk as much as I could out of it. But the interesting part is somebody after she had her newborn child and had wrote a piece about it. To a magazine in 2011. Mm-hmm. Someone had come up to her. And said. You need to keep your mouth closed. Girl. No they didn't say that. They actually said something more, more fucking cliche. Which was. Oh that's a beautiful child. It would be a shame. If something were to happen to her. And I said. This is like straight out of a movie. Like, who says that? Deadpool. For real? That's just bad script writing. Oh, yeah. That's just <laughs> shitty writing. No, but who would say... But, like... So, really, somebody in Trump's camp... That's what she's saying. Somebody in Trump's camp right. was trying to shut her up from saying something about him. That he likes to be spanked. Because much. this was about... This was when he was running, right? I think I think so. In 2016 or something like Has that. Has he already paid her? Yeah, she's already been paid. But, he, but they said she's broken the agreement. Like fifty times, and so they're suing her now <laughs> for like twenty million. Or something That's like that. so petty. How are you gonna be a billionaire and you suing this like pretty much penny worth? This is <laughs> actress. See now, actress. now if anything, that might be the gusto of the story. Well, for one, the Secret Service, like not the Secret Service, but the people that threatened her. Yeah, if it was Trump's camp or whatever the case is, that might be something. That's definitely something for one. For your president, mm, um, you. even though that wouldn't be the first person, I'm not saying I wasn't saying you. Oh, okay, sorry. Right at time, I take offense when people say you're president. Well, so not my <laughs> fucking president. Stop. <laughs> but um, if if he at the end of the at the end of the day, he has a lawsuit on his hand about the contract more so. Don't like like the whole point that he he may be trying to like counter sue. That might be the part in hand that is that takes it off to be like, President, you're just a bitch. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like you know what was going on around this time, and you paid this girl to shut her mouth, whatever the case is, which it wasn't a big deal anyway. Yeah, and obviously, if you're like 
really on top of your game, you would have had her sign a non-disclosure form prior to having sex with her. Duh. Not saying I would do that. I mean, I would do that totally if I was a celebrity. I'd, yeah, I'd be like, hey, could you sign this non-disclosure <laughs> If you say anything about what goes on in this bedroom, that's your ass, Mr. Postman. He said, yeah, pins hanging up on the wall. Actually, some What's celebrities do do that. Some celebrities do. Well, yeah, throw your phone. You gotta, like, it, turn your phone off That's everything. what I would do. Yeah, keep your phone. Well, actually, I don't think. I, well, actually, yeah, I would say put your phone in your in the, my safe. No, they they have a bucket. It's like yo, take your phone, leave it with my security guard. Because one, leave. too many celebrities keep getting caught sleeping. On some bullshit. Sleeping with like the the woman in question being like, uh, Snapchat and like slept with this guy. <laughs> put his ass. And then sleep. they look sleepy, yeah. or they look asleep, and it's like, oh, you should call me Nyquil. <laughs> put his ass. I do like that line though. It's great. <laughs> but anyways, I, I, it's um, it's it's not even complicated. It's just kind of stupid. And but then people don't really believe her because what's his name? Uh, uh, I can never remember the news guy's name. Right um, here, Anderson. Yeah, Anderson Cooper. It there was gonna go. come. There Iconic go. name, Anderson Cooper. I'll never forget his Black name. Black suit, silver hair. He yeah. actually could be like a superhero or something like that. He could be a superhero. He is a superhero. He I could be him. like a superhero or a villain or something. <laughs> He's a war. Because I saw him a few years ago. He saved like that little. There was that picture that was floating around of him in like Iraq saving that little kid. Like and there's like uh, explosions in the background and shit. Nice and he's got him in his arms. I'm like, wow, this guy's a real hero. And he's gay. He's like the perfect like LGBT. I can see that. He's too, he's too like perfect. He's awesome. He's too perfect in his ways. Like I was like, yeah, he might be a little suspect. I, but he I, is. Hey, he's a hero. Yeah. He's no, a gay hero. I mean, nothing against him. There's gay but... superheroes, and he's one of them. Anderson Cooper is the first. <laughs> he's the first gay superhero. It's pretty awesome. And that's an awesome picture. You should look it up. I mean, he looks badass. Like, just make a movie out of it. Yeah, he, he definitely has to look for it. Yeah, but back to my point. <laughs> Before I got off on my, like, he's a superhero shit. Uh, basically, what did he say? Oh, yeah, he was like, he was like, what's the, what's the, what do you get out of this? And she's like, you know, I don't really get anything out of it. You know, why would I say anything like this? I'm you putting know? my life on the line. Yeah, and he's just like looking at her like, really? Really? He didn't even look, he looked amused. It all looked amusing to him. It didn't even look like it was juicy details. Yeah, it was probably like a, like a day on the playground with him. Like, let me get this dumb bitch in here and just talk to her and just see what she has to say. Yeah, like he probably just felt like he probably just felt like, oh well, I hate Trump, so anything that you have to offer is <laughs> that's embarrassing to him is probably pretty good. So based based off her her response, what's the face would you that you would give? So here, so he asked, what what is it that you what did he ask? He asked, it, "What what is it that you uh, received from this?" Basically, yeah. What was the plus size on it? Basically, mm-hmm. and she says, "Nothing. I'm pretty much open and or no, I'm catching a lot of shit or something like Here's that." Here's where said. his face went weird. He said, "So you had sex with them against your will?" <laughs> and then she says, "Oh, it's consensual." And then he just has like. <laughs> <laughs> If you can't, you can't see my face, but I, th- I think you guys can feel what the face is. <laughs> but basically, but yeah, that whole thing is just, it's it's funny to me. It's not nerdy, but it's like, it's just fun to talk about in a weird way. 
Should we move on? He needs to build a wall around himself so he can just like be where he's at, bro. Yeah, he was, he was good where he was at before he was president. He yeah, was definitely. I didn't have anything against him. Nothing at all. Yeah. But for him to be... That's like that's like saying Oprah Winfrey for president, bro. Mm. It's not the same. Yeah, but she would win. It's not the same, but at the same time... I don't know. She would win. I don't know. Oprah would win. You know how much goodwill she saved up in these last 30 years? I don't think Oprah would win. Oprah but would win. she has no... Oprah's like Beyonce. She only can teach life lessons. She can't run, run a damn. That's what we country. need right now. <laughs> we need we need somebody who has a level head, and she's so calm, and you feel like you can talk to her when you watch Oprah interviews. Oh, I never want to talk to Oprah. I mean, I hope I never end up talking to Oprah because that means I did some shit as a celebrity. So what do you? Yeah, how do you feel about that? Yeah. And then I probably turn the tables on her, like, "Oh, why haven't you married oh, what's Stedman?" His name? Yeah, yeah. What's, what's, what's Stedman. Yeah, but yeah. So, uh, why haven't you married Stedman yet? Like, uh, he's been pretty faithful is for why, all these years. Why is this nigga still living in your uh, beach? No, no, no. Your pool house. Like, this nigga hasn't married you yet, and then he just lives hey, in hey, your pool house. No n word on here. We Did I say that? Yeah, we don't use the n word. I didn't okay? say that. You said it. I yeah, said see, this guy. See, we say that off air, okay? I said this guy. Is living in your pool house and you still ain't married this dude yet? I like how you bleep this up. That was good. <laughs> that was good. But you know, I think uh you know, it's just it's a weird time to live in. Even more so now that we have social media and you know, the celebrity status has never been bigger than it is now. Mm-hmm. So you can literally get called out for anything. And you get, but maybe people are just too sensitive about what they put out there. But I feel like if you're a celebrity, mm-hmm. you have to be open to. You got to what people think about you, and just like kind of be an open book. That's the way you save yourself. You're like, yeah, I do this, whatever. I like this, uh, whatever. Mm. More or less, and the only reason why I say that because I think that can uphold or it can bring on more bad habits. And and just and when I say that, like, um, let's use Steve-O as an example. Steve-O was a yeah, yeah. drug fiend or whatever, and mm-hmm. he he was doing like CO two. Oh, and, well. and he was to do off a jacket. Well, yeah. let's not, let's not let's not even use Steve-O. Let's just use, <laughs> yeah, I was about to say. Just, let's just use a, a just a regular person. Like you become a celebrity, but people know it's like yeah, bro, I, I double dab and crack or something like that. <laughs> yeah, and, but but instead of them being like, bro, you should like. You should calm down and say, they, they might say, well, it's affecting your music. You're like, bitch, bro, like, that's my music. This is what this is what I was built off of. You know what I'm saying? I and don't then know. I, I, you I, might get offended at that, but then you have other people that may be like, bro, I got that good stuff, bro. I don't know. I just feel like the clear, <laughs> I feel like clarity is good in anything you do. So even if you are a drug addict and you're a celebrity, just come clean with it. The ones that have came clean with it, they're just like, yeah, I have a problem. <laughs> and then and then somebody says, Yeah, you need help and they're like, Yeah, I probably do and then that's it. I just don't feel it works with everybody. It well not everybody, but there's like this rapper guy, what was his name? G Easy. Oh. And he was dating uh this singer called Halsey and they got caught like from like a like long telescope lens mm. on their yacht snorting snorting cocaine. Right, during the party. Yeah, and they're like, Oh, so you guys do cocaine? He's like, Yeah, occasionally. He's right. like it's fun sometimes. And it was just like, you really couldn't say anything after that. You couldn't be like, 
oh man, the streets are talking. Yeah. You know, and he was just like, yeah, I do it occasionally. I probably should stop. And so it was just like one of those things where it's like, this guy's living, not he's not living his best life. He should get off cocaine, <laughs> but he's living a life without fear and having to pretend to be like somebody he's not. You know, a lot of actors that are, you know, in the closet and stuff, they probably feel pretty stressed out having to do stuff a certain way. So, um, quick question. Do you feel like with the harshness of people in life, because you have some people that say, well, this dude does this. This dude doesn't believe in God. This dude doesn't do that and immediately cut you off before they can see your talents and things like that. Do you think it's smarter for actors Oh, I would do film it. writers, anybody. I would kind of hold it in. I would do it once I get my foot in the door. That's the trick. That's the magic trick. Don't do it when you first get in, but once you like, like say, I just, I, I've made like three billion dollar movies, mm-hmm. and they're like, this guy's the next mm-hmm. Spielberg or James Cameron or some shit. And I'd be like, yeah, whatever. I like whatever. I, I don't know what my thing yeah, would be. I don't yeah, even yeah. think I would have a thing. Right. But if I did have a thing. I like hair sheen. <laughs> yeah, I like Stace <laughs> Afro. I like natural hair. Yeah. And, you know, at that point, they'd be like, well, I mean, I don't like you seeing YouTube it doesn't comments. Affect me, yeah, yeah you seen YouTube comments where they're like, oh, I mean, the man's talented. I don't really care about what he does in his private life. Right. You know, and then that, that usually outweighs the comments that are like, oh, this guy's doing this. Uh. Hmm. You know, so it's it's just one of those things. Own your own your truth. Everything's about marketing, man. Timing is everything. It is. Yeah, just do it at the right time. Because if you do it at the wrong time, it fucks you up. Like Kevin Spacey when he was like, oh, I'm gay. And then, like, it was right after you got accused of molesting that dude. It's like, really throwing people under the bus, dude. It's not, not, it's not a good do, look. It's <laughs> not what you want to do. It's like, you, you really, you really want that heat. The lawyer gets on the phone real fast, like, yo, bro. Yeah, the LGBT. Uh, no, no, no. You should have seen it. The LGBTQ. What the hell is fuck? The LGBTQ community. They did not like respond well to him saying that shit. They was like, "What the fuck does that got to do with you <laughs> touching that actor and or these al- other allegations?" Mm. But he was like, "He's like, oh my bad, I touched him. I was, I was, I'm gay. Sorry." Mm. <laughs> and he's just like, mm, "Can't really do that, man. It's too late." But so on your thing before, because everybody already knew Kevin Spacey was kind of, you know, like he might have been gay, but nobody had said anything because Kevin Spacey's a great actor. Mm-hmm. But. He waited like decades, and then this came out. The allegations and, come out, and, and you and Blake, bro. It's like too late. Do, Can't use that. Can't use that. I'm trying to think of other incidents of celebrities like coming out with stuff like that, like bad things that have happened or that they do. R. Kelly. Well, he can't own. He up never to that. admitted. He can't it, own yeah. up to that truth, though. Yeah, that's a bad uh, truth to own up to. It's yeah. like, yeah, I like peeing on women. It's not a good look. <laughs> not a good look. Now. <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't use anybody in the rap world as an example for that. Because it's, it's weird. It's always one. weird shit. And then it's, it's like even with the weird shit, it's like always somebody <laughs> who agrees and be like, I do that shit, bro. Blah blah blah. blah. There's people out here that does that yeah, all the fair. time. Yeah, that's fair. I would, yeah, let's not I, use even rap. with like even like uh, for example with rap like Kevin Gates. Mm. Who's like, oh, I eat the booty. It's not talking about that. Well, but just, anyways, <laughs> anyways, but he owned his. But I say this, he owned his truth. Why you wipe your mouth for? <laughs> you wiped your mouth. You wiped your mouth. I didn't wipe my mouth. But I mean, I'm just saying. Like, it, 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 I, I just feel like with any instance, whether it's rap career, anything is always gonna have that person that's like, "Bro, you're totally wrong. The lifestyle you live. They're, they're, they're gonna comment. They're gonna like." Okay, here's one. Here's the mega one. Uh huh. 
Okay. 2005. Dun, dun, dun. A Scientology video comes out on YouTube. I was wearing a long white tee around that time. And Tom Cruise shows up in a turtleneck talking about Scientology and how awesome it is. And that's when the world just found out Tom Cruise was in Scientology. And then that's when people's ideas of Tom Cruise shifted. So maybe if he had came out at a different time and said, I'm a Scientologist. Actually, if that video hadn't leaked, he would have been good. And if he had just said, I'm a Scientologist, people would have left him alone. But that video made him look crazy. You didn't see that video? Mm-mm. Well, he's like, he's making, he's, he says a lot of... Well, he doesn't believe in God. I don't, well, science. Scientology, I don't know the whole thing about okay. Scientology, but it's somebody was telling me that it was like, saying like, you as a person are composed of like, other people that have lived. Like, in your finger is like, 10 different people. Some weird shit, I don't know. But, the, I mean, but that's true though. Whatever. I'm not gonna get into this, but... I'm just saying in the in the in the video he's saying all this crazy shit like he's saying like oh you know when you're a Scientologist you know what you have to do like if I see somebody in a car accident that needs my help you're different from everybody else because when you're a Scientologist you just know what to do and then he's just like going off on these like weird tangents and stuff, and I'm like, I don't even know what what, you, some, what you're some, talking about because he he's like, oh, he's like, night, are bro. you a level five? If you're a level five, you know, like, what are we talking about here? <laughs> you know, and it's just like, and I was getting confused, but I can see how at the time, how everybody just ate that shit up and it was just like, Tom Cruise is just like, yeah, crazy motherfucker. Yeah, and so now he's he's his his whole. Look has been stained by that. Like people think he's crazy, but people still will go see his movies. But not a lot. Not as like not like they used to. Like if it was, if it was like Mission Impossible, people will still fuck with him. Interviews will twist your words. But it wasn't even like that. It was a full on like five minutes. Just full on what you just said. Yeah, and they the Scientology like church had made a video for him that was focused on him because he's their like biggest celebrity. Celebrity. And apparently they get a lot of celebrities and shit. And I mean, I don't think of Scientology as a like whole religion or anything like religion. that. But the whole you're made up of different people, of course, that makes sense. No, it doesn't make any sense to me. They're like people that have lived in like throughout different generations and shit. And it's like you're composed of like all of them. What do you mean? Like, well, you have a piece of like your grandparents in you. No, 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 not that. They're saying like. The essence of those people, not like the genes. Oh, like piece of your soul is from them type deal. Just like in your finger, there's other people inside of that finger, and they can can and like if you talk to yourself, you're not actually talking to yourself. You're talking to some oh, of those okay. people. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, yeah. I was just like, oh, he doesn't. Really yeah, know. you was because you was kind of convinced me. I was like, I was like, but but see. Adam was made from ease. Oh, whatever. That's yeah. I was like, don't let's not get into religion here. <laughs> yeah, but I'm just saying people. I didn't want to. You, but you did. You went there. But I'm just saying <laughs> that like people, people probably get into Scientology because there's different levels to it, and you are like once you're cleared to get like a certain amount of information, you're like you feel like you're somebody probably. Sounds like, like a cult. Well, that's. 
most religions, but anyways. Fair enough. <laughs> but I'm going to get out of this topic, because that's, that's like a different podcast discussion altogether. Not even on Nerdy Talk for Dan podcast, but... So, uh... In other news, and this is nerdy. This is actually nerdy. Sorry, if we waited like 59 minutes to like get into some nerdy stuff, but this is just the way these things go. We just yeah. go with the flow. X-Men. Fox has just recently pushed back X-Men Dark Phoenix from their November release date to February of 2019. Mm. And they had just recently pushed their previous X-Men movie, New Mutants, The New Mutants, to next year. Is that an origin story, by the way? It's like a horror movie, an X-Men horror movie. Phoenix or Uh, New New Mutants? The New Mutants. Hmm. Yeah, they already had the trailer out and everything last year, because it was supposed to come out in February. I didn't see it. Yeah, well, when you see it, you'll be like, oh, that looks kind of interesting. And then they're like, oh, sorry, we're going to push this back. And they pushed it back because they were afraid that it wasn't scary enough. Yeah, I was just one, about to ask you that. Why would they push it back then? Because one, they didn't they didn't think it was scary enough, and they wanted to ramp the scariness up. But see, because they were being such pussies about it, when they were like, oh, it's an X-Men movie. We can't make it that scary. It's got to be accessible. But mm-hmm. then they realized, oh, wait. Like, that's the whole concept. It's supposed to be scary. Yeah, that means. Let's just make work. it freaky. And so, so they just took it there. Yeah, and they're like, "All right, and now we're adding some more characters in." So it's a completely different movie. They're saying they're saying fifty percent of the movie is gonna be reshot. Now, are we talking like Gotham City scary? Or are we talking like we're talking like The Shining or like mm. you know just something freaky like Annabelle type? Yeah, because it's like to normal people, mutants look like could be could, it could seem like a supernatural thing, right? You know, especially if you're a teenager and you don't know you're a mutant and you get put in an insane asylum with other mutants mm-hmm. and one mutant's power is like to like phase through walls, but the walls start morphing like somebody's in the wall and shit, mm-hmm. like a ghost. Like you can really kind of see where it could get creepy, mm. but they never do that in X-Men movies because it's like, you know, because they're the heroes. It's like, yeah, we're cool. Not the victims. Yeah, but it's like people who don't go to Xavier School for the Gifted probably are living horror movie stories. So... Hmm. It's it's a nice angle. It's a cool angle. So I was bummed when that got pushed back that far to next August. Next fucking so August. We got to this August yet, and bro. The, yeah, and the movie was done. The movie was finished, and they just showed it to a test audience that was like, "Oh, I don't get it. It's not scary enough. It's not the regular X Men." Yeah, I'm like, I hate that test audience shit because it can ruin good moments. Prime example. 2013's The Wolverine, mm-hmm. the ending of that movie, the original ending, Wolverine gets on this plane after going through all that bullshit he went through, and then his uh, Japanese friend, Yuriko, or I, I can't remember her her name, mm-hmm. she gives him a case, and he's like, what's this? And she's like, just open it, and he opens it, and it's the classic Wolverine costume that people have wanted to see Hugh uh, Jackman the wear black with the for shoulder. years, for years, and he opens it and he looks at it like, "What is this shit?" And he looks at her, but he he gives this cool look like, "Hmm, Damn, interesting." It's kind of hot. Yeah, <laughs> and then she smiles, and then in the movie, but they said they went an alternate route because the audience that saw the movie, the test audience, was like, "I don't get what that means," and I'm like, "You're gonna trust the audience." The test audience to not understand what that means. Everybody that knows Wolverine knows how Wolverine looks. Mm-hmm. Like from the comics. 
If you don't, then we if have you issues. you don't get the fuck out of the theater, <laughs> I would have got lit in that movie theater. I would have been like, yo. <laughs> like somebody dropped like a like the hottest beat ever. I'd be like, yo. <laughs> I do bro. that all the time when I'm like, if, if a movie's like super nerdy, like does something super dorky. Really? For, for, like in a comic book movie, I'd be like, <laughs> like Avengers, the first Avengers, that whole movie, I was like, yo. <laughs> just just right now, like, yo, see that, bro? But see, I'm not the only one doing it. Everybody in the theater was doing yeah. it. And that's when you know it's a... So, do you, I mean, do you think it was just a test audience in general? It was just a bad test audience? Te- bad test audience. But see, they did, They said they did multiple ones. Because apparently that's the, the Hollywood movie system. You show the movies to different people multiple times, different cuts maybe. Right. And then just see how they respond. And however high the ratings are, the highest one that gets the highest rating. That's the version they go with. Mm. And so, with the Wolverine, that's what happened. And with uh, X-Men, or with the New Mutants, it just mm, didn't work for some reason. But then Dark Phoenix, that's a different reason. That got pushed back to next February because the issues that they needed to fix were involving the third act, apparently. And the third act, I guess, was... is. Confusing as fuck or just shitty, and they were like, "All right, let's put some more money in this." Yeah, and so they say it's only gonna cost ten million, but because it's an ensemble cast, mm-hmm. they're busy. Like the guy that plays Cyclops, he's in Ready Player One. Like he's doing press for that shit, mm-hmm. and he's probably got some other movie he needs to do. Go shoot, right? Along with those other actors, the main actress that plays the Phoenix or Jean Grey, she's in Game of Thrones, which is shooting its epic final season. It's not going to be done until next year. So mm-hmm. she needs to, they all need to like have free time to come and do it. So they pretty much have to wait. Right. So that's why the movie it's got so pushed back. So far back. Yeah. And so that's February, far, dude. so February, it's, it's far, but at the same time, at least it's not like till next August. But New Phoenix, but Phoenix, what are, what are they tweaking on that to push it back? Just the third act. Just the final fight or whatever. Oh, and then they're doing the whole half of the other movie. Okay. Yeah, because, yeah, New Mutants, that's a whole, that's like a rewrite. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. like, that means you rewrote 50% of the movie. Exactly. And Deadpool, I've heard rumors about that. They At first, someone said that a test screening of it went badly. But somebody was like, oh, that's bullshit. And, like, they we did two versions, two test screenings of the movie and, like, uh, one scored like a 92 and the other scored like a 97. So we're going to go with the 97 version. So I don't know what to say. I don't know. I'm looking forward to Deadpool. Yeah, it's going to be it's gonna be funny. So that's the only X-Men related movie we're getting this year. Which is... look crappy. Shitty because we would have had yeah. three X-Men movies this year. If you think about it. It's February. still Marvel though, right? Well, it's, yeah, it's not like real Marvel. It's not like Marvel Studios. Yeah, it's it's like, like Fox Marvel. Gotcha. So... Who knows? But speaking of not real Marvel, I've heard some interesting things about Venom, the Venom movie, which I hope aren't true. Someone has said that the Venom movie is only going to feature five minutes of Venom. <laughs> no way. <laughs> I said There's the same no thing. I said the same thing, but the way I kept piecing it together in my mind, I was like, wait, Sony has fucked me before. Like they've There's like, no way you're only getting five minutes of Venom. Sony bro. has fucked people before. Like movie studios like this have fucked us before as nerds with stuff like that. What movie? Fantastic Four, uh, Rise of the Silver Surfer with uh, Galactus 
everybody was like, oh, it's going to be this giant guy that can consume worlds. But then it ended up being like a cloud. It was a cloud. It was literally like a cloud hand thing for five minutes of the movie. And you're like, hmm, that's not really a good look. And then I can probably go on. There's probably other ones that I'm like. Well, Venom is the star of the. He's the star of the movie. But they're saying that the symbiote is going to be inside Eddie Brock. And it'll like come out like tendrils and he can slap stuff around with it. But it doesn't fully. Fully, okay. Develop itself. That's what they're saying. And they're saying how he got the symbiote. He gets like drunk one night and he falls asleep in the woods. And then the symbiote conveniently lands there and attaches itself to him. And I'm like, that makes no fucking sense. So why does it look like Spider-Man? If it wasn't connected to Spider-Man. Right, that would be straight bullshit. I just want to slap. This is making me (laughs) mad. This whole conversation is making me mad. Yeah, I'm like, it better not be Tom Hardy slapping his fingers around. But Tom Hardy. He posted something mm-hmm. straight like a day later. He said, "He said something like, don't trust false sources.'" And he had like venom eyes and stuff like that. And so I'm there like, is hope. And I'm like, okay, okay, Tom, I'm gonna believe you on this one. But I mean, if it turns- that, man, look, if they do that bullshit. It's it's only set for one one sequel, like one movie. There's no <laughs> sequel. There's no nothing. I mean, because it's so anticipated. Because we saw Venom. What, in Spider-Man 3? Mm-hmm. And he was in the movie for 30 minutes, so not bad. Not bad at all, but at the same time, like, we don't we don't need to see an origin story. We already know Venom. All you need to know from Venom is that he comes from Spider-Man. Like, there's, like you said, there's a piece of it's him from Spider-Man. Of, yeah. yeah. And, and my thing is, or the interesting thing is, they might be, well, they're not going to be able to pull it off, but... Remember Power Rangers, how that had that movie? Everybody thought, oh, it's going to have like a lot of Power Rangers scenes in it. Mm-hmm. But really, they're only the Power Rangers in that movie for 30 minutes at the end. Mm. And people still fuck with that movie. I fuck with Power Rangers, the movie. I'm like, that's I do, gr- but I didn't see the whole movie. As yeah, well. you saw like pieces of it yeah. when I was watching it. But yeah, towards the, <laughs> I actually, actually saw the last yeah, 30 minutes. Yeah, it's it. usually when I'm watching it, I just <laughs> catch it. But, but I think, uh, you know, that worked really well. But for Venom. No. no, like you can't do a Venom movie where it's like, oh, you can't become Venom yet because you haven't embraced the Venom I mean, inside. You, you have so many, but with Power Rangers, you have so many people that you could play off to be like, okay, y'all can be Power Rangers towards the end. You take your fighting ability, you take your smart, excuse me, skills or whatever, mm-hmm. and then y'all come together at the end. Venom like is based off this one person. <laughs> it's probably gonna have something to do with a girl, of yeah, course, as always. And then it's like, there's no way you can have him be Venom. No. I mean, because because I like just, even off the concept of just saying like he's gonna have to embrace it. I don't. Man, you just imagine this guy just like looking at his hand. <laughs> get a beer. Oh, that would be awful. Like you know, like doing this like silly shit around the, around the house, and then. But you see, the whole venom thing is hard for me to wrap my head around because that character works best as Spider Man's main bad guy. That's what, yeah. Because he's like this guy. I mean, you probably know Venom's backstory, but he's like, or Eddie Brock's backstory, where he's like a photographer mm-hmm. working in the same place Peter Parker works. He uh, pretty much breaks a case on this serial killer, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Oh, I'm a big shot now. Like I'm the dude that caught this serial killer." Mm-hmm. And then Peter Parker, when he was on his black suit Spider-Man shit, was like, "No, you didn't. You <laughs> fucked up. Wrong person." And like it pretty much got him like 
embarrassed by everybody and like fired, lost his job. His wife divorced him because he was such an embarrassment. Right. After that, so he looked at Spider Man kind of like you. You and, did and this Peter shit. Parker. And Peter Parker, because Peter Parker said he worked with Spider Man to like solve the case. Yeah, yeah. And so he goes to this church and he's like, "I want you to kill Spider Man and shit like that." And then the symbiote gets on him because Spider Man like realizes, "Wow, I'm an asshole." And took the symbiote suit off. It gets on Eddie Brock. Eddie Brock gets all the memories of the symbiote, and it's like, "Oh shit, Spider Man is Peter Parker." Uh, Two yeah. of the people that I fucking hate. The, in the most same in my person. life are the same person, and I know everything about them. I know where they live. I know who they love most. Right. I know where they're gonna be. I know where they live. I know like everything. So it's just like he fucks with Spider Man in a cool way that no other villain can because he doesn't. He's not interested in. I mean, like, he is Spider. Like you said, he is Spider Man. Yeah, and he's like, I'm not interested in like leaking your identity out to everybody. I just want to make you. Look bad like you did me. Yeah, and I want you to be paranoid. So like he would like literally do stuff to fuck with him. Like he'd have, like Peter, because Spider Man's spider sense doesn't work with Venom, mm-hmm. so he can't sense when danger's coming. Mm-hmm. So when Spider Man's sleeping, like he could, Venom could literally be watching him in his sleep, and he like sitting right over top of him. Yeah, and he wake up, and Venom would be looking over him, like yeah, I could have killed you then, but I'm not going to right now. Bye. And then it's just like it's more so like a ghost. Yeah, and so he might apparent like randomly show up to beat Spider Man's ass, and it's just like that is that's that's a cool movie. I would that, like to see. So yeah, that's a good movie within itself, right there. Yeah, and the fact that they're in if the Venom movie is like yeah that happened, but like in a previous story, but like the movie takes place after that, I'd be like okay, well I'll give you that. Like maybe Spider Man and Venom came to a agreement. Because Venom's an anti-hero, so he probably was like, alright, I'm going to go live my life, you live your life. I'll accept that. But the way that that the rumors are saying, that Eddie Brock's just a loser, guy who gets shamed or some shit, and then the symbiote attaches itself to him. There's no connection to (laughs) Spider-Man whatsoever. Then then I would be pissed. I hope that's not the case, but it's these rumors, man, they sound bad. And then Carnage... There's too many of them. And then Carnage, I'm like, if Carnage is in the movie, like... Who's Carnage? I don't know, but rumors are it could be Woody Harrelson. Woody Harrelson? Yeah, he's... Yeah. (laughs) I hope it's not Woody Harrelson, but it seems like it's going to be. But, you know, like, this movie just has a lot of bad things going for it. Like, it's got... One, it's got the producer of the guy who got burned by the main guy who runs Marvel Studios. Because... Okay, here's a cool history lesson that you don't know. Tell it to That me. most people don't know. Okay, so let's fast forward to 2000 and. Actually, no, let's fast forward to 1997. This big time producer, Ivy Arad, is making superhero movies. And he's like, alright, I'm gonna make X Men. Right. I'm gonna produce it. And then when he does that, basically. He has a assistant guy working for him called Kevin Feige. This little nerd, young, probably like in his like mid twenties. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, what do you want in your coffee, Mister Arad? And he's like, yeah, intern. Yeah, but he's like probably the smartest guy in the room because he knows comic books mm-hmm. inside and out. And Ivy Arad, he's just like, oh, we can make money off of this, off of these characters. And so, at least ten years pass, and then. Kevin Feige's like, you know what? I paid my dues as an assistant, an executive producer. I want to make my own Marvel movies, mm-hmm. like Marvel Studios. 
So him and Avi Arad work on the first Iron Man. First Iron Man is a hit. But then after that, him and Avi Arad part ways. And Kevin Feige becomes the godfather of Marvel movies because he's the only one with this plan where he's like, I'm going to do I'm gonna do Iron Man, I'm gonna do Hulk, I'm gonna do Thor, Captain America, and then they're all gonna come together mm-hmm. in this big movie. And everybody thought that's stupid, that's not gonna work. He a couple years later The Avengers The Avengers happens. And now the guy who worked for him or the guy who was his boss you know, is now competition. With the guy, with his intern. Yep, and it's and he's making these movies better than Avi is, because Avi doesn't know shit about these superhero movies. He's made some bad superhero movies. He made the first, the first Hulk movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, Horrible. Yeah, he made. Uh, he helped produce. Wasn't bad. Well, I was about to say he helped produce the X Men movies. Not not terrible. Yeah. Some of them are really bad. Some of them aren't. And then he did. Uh, what else did he fucking do? Oh, the Spider Man movies. Not bad, but three is where he fucked up. Three because he was like, you know what will make Spider Man three really good? Venom. Everybody loves Venom. And the director was like, eh, I don't really feel Venom like that. Mm-hmm. I, I would just fuck it up. And he's like, You're gonna have to do Venom. And he forced him to do Venom. You get a sh- Yeah, and you get a shitty Spider Man movie. And so and Kevin Feige was the intern at the time. So he was like, Oh, don't do that, you know, like but he was trying to help these movies as much as he could being a low-level executive and stuff. Like, with the first X-Men, they made Hugh Jackman's hair short. And he was like, no, you can't have Wolverine's hair like that. Mm-hmm. It's got to have the... Yeah, it's got yeah, to have the spikes. Yeah. got to have the spikes on the thing. And they were, like, looking at him like, no, that's stupid. And he's like, no, you have to do it. And then he, like, getting these arguments and stuff like that. And right. then... So, but ultimately, that helped the movie because people were like, yeah, okay, that's Wolverine's hair. Mm-hmm. So... Now, fast forward, after all the Avengers shit, Amazing Spider-Man movies that are being produced by Ivy Arad, which are reboots, Mm -hmm. don't do as well as the original trilogy. And at that point, Sony is looking at Marvel Studios like, fuck, I wish we could get some of that shine, some of that... Some of that swagger Mm -hmm. that you guys got. We want our movies to be like, too, and to make up, like, Nearly a billion dollars. That would be great. Yeah. And so they start talking to Kevin Feige. And Kevin Feige's like, look, I want to help you guys. But I need something from y'all. Y'all need to let Spider-Man in the Marvel Universe. My Marvel Universe. Let us do our own version. Let's just wipe the slate clean. And then we can work together. But also one thing. you Red can't be... On this movie. You can't be attached to this movie. At all. At all. Because he's just going to fucking ruin it. Like he always does. And they were like. Alright. Done cool. deal. <laughs> and so. Avi Arad. He's fucking pissed. Because Spider-Man was his bread and butter. Exactly. That was. And now they're rebooting it with his intern. Yeah. And and so. So that infuriates him. At this point. Because he had a whole. Amazing Spider-Man franchise planned out. He had Amazing Spider-Man 3. 4. 5. And a Sinister Six movie and a Venom movie in that same universe as the Amazing Spider-Man mm-hmm, movies. Mm-hmm. But then when that happened, he was like, all right, fuck you then, Kevin. You know what I'm going to do? I still got the rights to Venom. So I'm going to make a Venom movie. And guess what? It's not going to be related to your bullshit-ass 
Marvel Cinematic so Universe totally Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so it's like, a, so really the Venom movie is a big fuck you to Kevin Feige. It's like Venom in like the business sense. Yeah. It's like, yo, I know everything about I you. Know. <laughs> I made you, bitch. So yeah, I'm yeah. Gonna... They're literally like opposite That's gonna be cool. So, so, so really it's going to be interesting because the studio system is so fucked up that they can allow this stuff to happen where it's like, yeah, you helped us get liked. You helped people like our Spider-Man movies. Mm-hmm. And then they can turn around and be like, all right, well, we're making a Venom movie. And then they say bullshit like, oh, no, they're related. Those two movies are related. Like, because this happened mm-hmm. a couple of months. Actually, like last year when Homecoming was coming out and Venom was like in in, in talks to be made and shit like that. Uh one of the producers at Sony or executives at Sony was next to Kevin Feige as they're talking about Spider-Man Homecoming. And somebody asked the executive, hey, so uh, is this Venom movie connected to the Spider-Man Homecoming? Fuck no. And she, said, and, and she <laughs> says, yeah, they're co- connected. And then Kevin Feige's face is just like, uh, no, the fuck they're not. Mm-hmm. And several memes were made of, of that. I'll show you after this podcast. <laughs> but his face is like, oh, shit. So this yeah. man is having a lot of battles to make sure his... Name universe. is not connected at all. Yeah, so he'll get sued off that shit. Yeah, so if he is connected to that movie, maybe he's gonna try to find some ways to make it work. But you know, if it's connected, it would have to be like years apart. Like the movie would have to take place like ten or fifteen years down the line. So because there's rumors Tom Holland might be in the movie, the guy who plays Spider Man mm-hmm. in Spider Man Homecoming, and they might have they would have to age him up. You have well, to they'll definitely old. bring him back for the Infinity Wars for one. Oh yeah, right? Infinity War. Ooh, so he would be. This is my ideal way to make the Venom movie work. This is not gonna happen, but this is how I would do it. <laughs> Spider Man's in Infinity War. They go to a different planet to fight Thanos. He finds a symbiote thing that gives his suit an upgrade. Mm-hmm. Uses it to fight. Then gets rid of it for some reason because it makes him aggressive. And they find out like during the movie they're like, "Oh shit, that shit is like a parasite or yeah, a symbiote. yeah, some bullshit." Like, yeah, so he's like, "Oh, I gotta get rid of this." Yeah, even if Iron Man's like, "Yo, using, there's something going on." Sonic blast to get rid of it. Yeah, it it uh, a bunch of debris gets blasted away. It lands on some of the debris, lands on Earth, and then in the Venom movie, Eddie Brock. <laughs> yeah, Eddie Brock. He's just a. Uh, I don't know. He finds the shit in the woods and he gets the symbiote. That's sloppy, but I would take that at least, even though I, That's he, fair. it wouldn't make Eddie Brock hate Spider-Man. But then again, maybe it would. he would hate Spider-Man in that version because he gets cursed with this symbiote thing that's attached to him, you know, because of Spider-Man's actions. So, I don't know. See how I'm just script doctoring the fuck out of this shit? I'm trying to work it. I'm trying it to work, work it. works though. I'm trying to work it. From, but from planet to planet, no. Like, yeah. I, I, well, I Thanos I, does something. Thanos does something epic that makes the fucking. Okay. I was about to say, know, like, maybe, like, if he was on some shit, was like, yeah, um, you know, it got on him in a different planet, and then when he got back, like, um, Iron Man was like, I'm just going off. This shit's not going to work. Yeah. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Your new suit's not working. Like, yeah. I'm just going off of what I heard. I heard that the, in the Venom movie, there's a ship crash or. or or, you know. Oh, so you leaking scripts now? I've been leaking scripts, son, since like 2000, since 2012 when the Deadpool script leaked. But my bad. But you, know, <laughs> but you know, I think these type of stories are epic when it's behind the scenes because you know it makes it. This yeah. is a real beef. Yeah. This is 
You it, can't it, make, it gives the script more more like more chunk to it. Like yeah, turn the turn the ten out steak to a little twelve right there. Yeah, this is an epic beef. This is like stuff you can't make up. But I, I but it, it make it makes you want to see the movie as well. Oh yeah, I'm like, gonna see the like, movie and I'm gonna be like, oh okay, critique this one and be like, yeah, like that's why I see. Now my other theory is it's connected to the Amazing Spider-Man movies, and that's Ivy Ride's way of saying fuck you. My universe still lives on. Yeah, and so you could have Andrew Garfield show up. The guy who played Spider-Man in the Amazing Spider-Man movies. Mm-hmm. And he could be an older Peter Parker. Tom Hardy's, they're close to the same age. So it would make more sense. And so he's Spider-Man. In that universe, he had the symbiote. They had a history in a in the third Amazing Spider-Man movie that never got made. And we're just going from there. And so that resuscitates that thing. We're just starting it from scratch from there. Yeah, like we have a, two separate Spider-Man universes. With two different Spider-Man. Even though I feel like Andrew Garfield would be like, nah, fuck y'all. Y'all fucked me over twice, so no. But, you know, who knows? This is an interesting... Bring Toby back. Toby's not coming back. Toby's enjoying the the, the, the royalties of being yeah. the first. You know, like... He killed it, though. Did he kill it, though? I, keep, I always had this conversation. I'm like, he was the first. You never forget your first. But... <laughs> I, yeah, I know how cliche that sounds. But... I mean, but- like, uh, you, you got a point there. Yeah, he's the first. Yeah, he's the first at the gate, the first to do it. That, that said, people that go, come after you can do better learning from what you did. Not in Tomb Raider, but... Yeah, not in Tomb Raider. Yeah, they fucked that one all the way up. But, like, with the Amazing Spider-Man movies, I liked Andrew Garfield's Peter Parker because it was like, what if Peter Parker was in modern day, what would he be like? And he'd be kind of like an outsider nerd who's kind of a smart ass you know uh with abandonment issues and stuff like that and Mm -hmm. then when he puts on the suit he's kind of like a troll Mm -hmm. you know kind of fucking with people and then it's not until like midway through the first amazing spider-man movie that he's like oh i could actually be a A hero hero." be somebody yeah and so i like that but most people were like oh he's too handsome to be spider-man spider-man needs to be like fuck ugly and i'm like where are you guys getting this idea People's that he's supposed face, to be ugly? <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, he's got, like, look at the women that he's pulling. Like, it's not because he has a great personality. I mean, it's a plus that he has a great personality, but he's also jacked in the comic books, and he, he's not that bad looking a dude, probably. Right. But you I, like, know. I like how they introduced Mary Jane with Homecoming, though, by the way. Uh, At the very oh, end. so you think she actually is Mary Jane? She was like, oh, they call me MJ. I don't know. I don't know. It could be, but, but in my mind. He didn't, because he didn't get with the girl he took the prom. I know, I know. I get you. But it would, be, it would be cool if they made her MJ. I just feel like they were like testing the waters because she was like, oh, you can call me MJ. And then people were like, ooh. I mean, her, her being MJ. Zendaya. I like Zendaya. I like Zendaya too, but. Is it weird? How old is she? Oh, Zendaya now is probably. She's like 25. Yeah, she has to be like 25 or something. I'm just trying 20, to make her I my see. age so it doesn't sound weird. Yeah, she's definitely all right because she started off with like Disney Channel. Yeah, she's 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 a beautiful woman. Yeah, she's. <laughs> oh, she's enough. She's old enough to call you. Call okay, her cool, yeah. cool. I don't want to sound weird. <laughs> like if like if I was talking to her, and she's like, oh yeah, I'm like nineteen. I'd be like, Ugh, no. She's old enough to call you for you to call her beautiful. That's cool. for sure. Yeah, she looks good, but it's her. You know who she reminds me of? She reminds me of a uh, like a female Danny Glover. No, Not Danny Glover. Donald Glover. Donald Glover. She's got that vibe. I, I like that. Like I, when she's in the in the in detention and she's writing drawing and he's what? like, 
what are you drawing? And she's like, oh, I just, he's like, he's like, what are you drawing? You're not even supposed to be here. You don't have detention. And she's like, yeah, I just like to come here to draw people in crisis. And then she turns the picture and it's like him. She's like, that's you. <laughs> and I was like, that's yeah, I like that. Kind of Donald Glover. But, uh, I mean, it's just, to see her as Mary Jane, I, it, it'll be hard because, I mean, I can see how they play it out as her, you know, being this girl of her own mind. Father's rich and all this other things, and then she kind of gets in her own crisis for for being alone. Well, the MJ thing or her being Mary Jane, they're probably gonna do it like if they are making her Mary Jane, she's probably gonna be like not that attractive, and Peter's gonna be like, you know, oh whatever, it's just our friend that's like the tomboy of the group. And then she, when they're in like senior year, she just she like blossoms, yeah, yeah, and she dyes her hair red, and then and then they look at her like, oh my god. She's kind of bad, like, and then she can say, "Face the tiger." You just hit the jackpot. That's like the, the classic Mary Jane. Mary Jane line. It's so out. It's such a dated thing. If some woman called, if some woman Face told me that, I would be like, "Wow, you're really self-centered." <laughs> <laughs> Face the tiger. No, your nerd ass probably be like, "Take me now." Yeah, I would <laughs> be. I would be. You're a nerd. I do, I am a nerd. If, if if a redheaded woman say, "Hey, face the tiger, you hit the jackpot," and she look good, she gotta be redheaded. Well, that's to complete the the nerd fantasy, right? Oh, you get I, it? I don't have those. Yeah, you're not living. <laughs> but anyways, you know, uh, I don't know. I, I think uh, that's gonna be interesting. All this behind the scenes stuff makes for good stories, and Definitely. maybe you know, like. Come October when Venom comes out, I'm have a lawsuit, scre- something, some everything going on. When we see, shit. yeah, when we see the screening of it, you know, we can really delve into some shit. You know, like it's gonna be stressful for certain people probably if it doesn't live up to the Venom thing, the Venom brand. But the only, <clears throat> the only thing besides his backstory we have is the comics, though. Right, there's a comic series for Venom called Lethal Protector. And it was when he moves to San Francisco. Right. Because he thinks he, he makes a truce with Spider Man. I think he or he, I think he thinks he killed Spider Man. Spider Man like faked his death. That's how you know the bad guy is really bad when you have to make your own death. Uh, yeah, like he went through extreme lengths. Like I think he like walked near a volcano and he had like a fake skeleton around and like put a costume, tattered costume around the skeleton and he was like, Oh, I finally killed him. That's horrible. Yeah, but I don't know, it was cheesy. But Basis of the idea, he just goes to San Francisco, you know, meets somebody, kind of falls in love with some chick, and then it's like, oh, I can use this to protect the innocent, stuff like that, because they didn't do anything wrong. Mm-hmm. And he had always been like that. When he was fighting Spider-Man, he wouldn't really in- put anybody in real danger. It was only for Spider-Man. Yeah. Yeah. If he was putting anybody in danger, it would only be people that he loved, like Mary Jane or Aunt May. Right, right, right. You know, so, I don't know. So, so if the movie does that, it'll be... It'll be, be weird. I can see them doing the San Francisco thing because they've already established that he's going to be in San Francisco, and that there's going to be other symbiotes that he's got to fight. Different colors: red, blue, green. Mm. Different powers: acid, all that stuff. So who knows? We'll see. When is this happening again? October twenty-first, I think. Twenty-eighteen. Yeah, yeah. So unless they push that back. Because they're like, oh, we got to reshoot it because uh, not enough Venom. <laughs> <laughs> not enough Venom in it. They, they know. Let's give that. <laughs> let's 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 stamp down with bullshit right there. Like, 
We want to, but I don't want to pull it past. I'm going to step it with bullshit, and then if I'm proven wrong, I will let everybody in. I'm just going to say, maybe. I was fucking wrong. They did it. Fuck y'all. Okay, you know what? This is a good example. 2008, there were rumors that in the X-Men Origins Wolverine movie, they were going to have Deadpool in it, and his mouth was going to be sewn shit. And so, he couldn't talk. And I was like, they wouldn't make Deadpool be, like, quiet. They'd never do that shit. 2009 comes. X-Men Origins Wolverine comes. Deadpool shows up, and he's awesome. He talks. I'm like, okay, cool. They, they didn't fuck it up. But then, the third act. the They, they brainwashed Deadpool, sew his mouth shut, and put claw, put his swords in his arms. How the fuck? Do you put swords in someone's arms? And he's fighting X-Men. He's fighting, fighting Wolverine, correct? He's fighting Wolverine, but his sword... Like, the swords are as long as his arm. I'm like, how is he bending his arm when he's fighting Wolverine? I remember that. That was fighting on a little volca- <laughs> volcano and all that shit. But it's not about... The movie's not about him. I know it's not about him, but I'm saying... You can't fuck up Deadpool that bad. Like, if they had said, oh, we're brainwashing Deadpool... Or no, we just... or Really, it would have been simple. I, think, I actually think that was a good part in the, in that movie. That made me hurt you. I, I, oh, the fight scene was cool. The fight, yeah, the, the fight, fight, fight scene was cool. Okay, but I'm saying like nobody's gonna take an X Men. No, I don't. I don't. I don't think anybody takes a lot of action X Men, dude. But yeah, the Deadpool thing it just it it it, it didn't work. Now my abridged version, <laughs> my abridged version of how I would have done it, I just would have had Deadpool do Deadpool things as. Uh, when he was brainwashed, like he would just be talking as he was doing it, but you probably wouldn't like that. I, I mean, I think you can speak in many ways, and for Deadpool to be so spoken with his words and his mouth to be shut, his actions could have showed a lot of things. Maybe like like even if he was just like, 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 yeah. like you said, like you said before, like, like you're still he talking. mumbled something, and he's just like. He's still showing some type of shine. That's what I would have liked. Like honestly, to keep it real with you, like I didn't realize I was Deadpool at first. I thought it was like another version. I thought it was another version of X Men. I was, I mean, of uh, Wolverine, and which of course that's what they were making him to be. Yeah. But at the same time, it wasn't like like when when you think Deadpool is like in that movie, yeah, that, shooting guns and bullshit. In that movie, I think it was supposed to be the start of. Well, actually, regarding disregarding that. It's on a list of bad superhero movies. Mm-hmm. And bad superhero movies usually get on that list because they did something like against the grain of what they were supposed to do. Mm. That movie, Green Lantern, uh, Batman v Superman is probably on that list. Man of Steel, because so many people got killed in that movie. Mm. But I will say, I love Man of Steel and Batman v Superman. So what 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 put them on the list of uh let's let's go Batman versus Superman Batman v Superman I hate that. <laughs> yeah Batman it's Batman v Superman I hate sir that so much. it's because v means he has a case against Superman in the court it's not I versus it's not something as small no, as nobody Alien says, versus Predator nobody okay? says nobody says versus anymore everybody says v like I be playing one on one with kids and stuff like that like let's play one v one I'm like. What? <laughs> <laughs> one versus one, yeah. One on one. No, this is a different thing. It's a different thing. But anyways, yeah. I'll say people didn't like the movie one because Batman was killing people indirectly. I might add. 
<laughs> and also the Martha scene. Mm. If you don't know the Martha scene, it's because Batman, Batman's fighting Superman. He's about to kill Superman, mm-hmm. and Superman's like, "Save!" Or no, he he goes, "Save Martha!" And mm-hmm. Batman stops. He's like, "What?" And he looks around like he's on like, I don't know, Mad TV or <laughs> Aston Kutcher punked or something. And he's like, "Why did you say that name?" Yeah. Why did you say that name? And Lois Lane comes and she's like, because that's his mother's name. Asshole. She didn't say asshole, but that's what I added in. But <laughs> then they show Lois Lane my- really popped up? Yeah, mm-hmm. Lois Lane, because she, she's trying to save Clark. Oh. But, you know, uh, then Bruce Wayne's sad music plays and they show Bruce Wayne as a kid and his parents getting killed. And then it shows Bruce's dad look at his wife as he's about to die and he's like Martha mm. and then Martha dies and so teardrop fell from my eye but it evaporated well the music was definitely <laughs> teardrop inducing but but uh but yeah everybody responded badly to that whole thing Be- I mean, can't have the same mama name that's what I'm saying I'm like damn I think it would be ironic like to fight somebody like that and be like <laughs> Like, they call your mother's name. That would be pretty awkward. I mean, it's an awkward moment and so, but in superhero world, that's not... It wasn't like he intentionally did it, but I guess he was like... But it was a metaphorical thing to me, which made it work, where it was like, save that part of yourself. Oh, I like what you did there. It was like, save Martha. Save save what made you you. you. Right. You know, because you're losing yourself, buddy. But... Well, I heard a lot of grief, um... About Batman even, like, getting that close to killing Superman. Oh, like, he would never get that close. Yeah. Well, in the comics, he's he's came pretty close because he's, like, he's prepared. Uh, like, Batman has prep time. Like, yeah. that's, like, ongoing, like, meme. Like, how much prep time do you get Batman in a fight with somebody? Like, if he knows who he's about to fight somebody, he'll win. But if he, like, just got sidetracked by, Bat- or by Superman, he would lose. Mm. But... In that movie, when you watch it, when Superman's fighting Batman, Batman's letting him throw him in the areas that he wants Superman to throw him in. So that whole fight is being controlled by Batman. Mm. And you don't even really realize it until the end where you see Batman had had an endpoint of like these, uh, uh, this pile of wood with an X mark. Mm. And he's got like a. He's got like a spear in the ground that's like perfectly waiting for them to be there. So he pulls Superman there. Or Superman lands there and he lands down, pulls the spear out of the ground, and you're like, oh shit. He's just happened to be just happened to be a rock. Yeah, it's like yeah, like it went, that went over people's heads, but I'm like, wow, this guy really thought this whole fight out. Like mm-hmm. but uh you know, so psychologically it was, like you said it's playing. Yeah, so psychologically it was pretty cool to see him fight. Superman and Superman kind of just as the fight progresses he gets more and more angry mm-hmm. because if you're not a killer and somebody says hey you gotta go kill this dude or your mom dies mm-hmm. first thing you do is probably be like hey bro you need to like just like help me save my mom mm-hmm. but this guy is just not listening mm-hmm. and he keeps trying to fight you eventually you'd be like well maybe I just killed him everything will be alright yeah <laughs> Unfortunately, <laughs> yeah, and there's a scene where he, Superman just lets this scream out like ah, and jumps at Superman or jumps at Batman. Batman hits him with a kryptonite grenade, and 
you know, that's when the fight turns to mm-hmm. Batman winning. But with that being said, I, I, I think uh, that movie should not doesn't belong in that category of bad Marvel. Yeah, or bad superhero bad movies. I'm sorry. Yeah, just bad superhero movie in general. It's 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 well made, well shot, uh, great acting. Uh, Superman is given some interesting things to do other than just being. Like, oh, I'm awesome. Mm-hmm. You know, like he's. I'm under, I can't be touched. Yeah, like he, it, like I'm like if you were awesome like that, or Superman existed in real life, it would be exactly like in Batman v Superman because he's saving people. But on CNN, like you got like Neil deGrasse Tyson or something saying like, oh, should someone that powerful be mm-hmm. out doing stuff without people like having a say in it? You know, and people are like saying, should Superman be Superman? Mm -hmm. So that whole movie was like, does the world need Superman? And so when he dies, it's clear because in Justice League, everything goes to shit without him. Mm. And so when he comes back, it's a a cool moment because it's like, fuck you, world. I'm awesome. So they do bring Superman back to life. Yeah, they bring him back to life. But <laughs> I mean, they weren't gonna let they wasn't gonna let Superman die die and just not bring him yeah. back. But some people had a, took offense to that. Like, oh, it's the second movie, and you already killed Superman. You could have like did like four other movies and then built up to it. So mm-hmm. then we care when he died. I cared. I was like, it sucks because this whole movie he's been shit on, and he's literally just sacrificing himself uh, to save save everybody who was shitting on him. So. Ungrateful. Yeah, they were so, all ungrateful. And then Batman is just like, oh, I have to live up to, uh, you know, I have to, I have to live up to his legacy and stuff like that. Like he's saying, like he's telling his Clark's mom, I'm a friend of your sons and stuff like that. Like five minutes after you tried to kill him, mm-hmm. but you know, it was supposed to be comedic. I mean, I whooped his ass, but yeah. Okay. But other than that, moving forward, I will we'll do a whole podcast on the Zack Snyder. Yeah, I think, Justice League. I think, I think it needs its own. Because you haven't section. seen, because you haven't seen Justice League, right? And no, I haven't a, seen Justice League. In Batman v Superman, you've seen like a little bit of it. Nicks and Nacks. I'll show you. We'll watch the director's cut, and I'll get your your thoughts on it, and we'll unpack. But uh, but yeah, other than that, we have Donald Glover. Recently, it's been announced that the Deadpool animated show that he was writing uh, has been canceled. And so Donald Glover, being Donald Glover, got in his feelings and <laughs> Ernie out. Yeah, and wrote a fifteen page script of the Deadpool final episode. And it just had Deadpool talking about how his show was cancelled and like, oh well, I guess they didn't like that I was talking black and stuff like that. Because apparently the plan must have been for Donald Glover to voice Deadpool and Deadpool to have a little bit more of a black presence than he usually would. Oh. And it turns out Marvel didn't really like that. And so Glover goes on a rant like, oh, well, you know, like everybody wants to be different and new, but nobody wants to do what it takes to be different. And I was like, that's a perfect Donald Glover quote. That is Donald Glover. I should just say it. I should just say it. It kind of walks you through it and brings you right back to the beginning. I should just say it like he does. Everybody wants to be different, but like nobody wants to like... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> do anything different. You know, do anything. Yeah, that was but, good. That was nice. But you know, like I give you that voiceover right there. Hey, I could do Donald Glover. I mean, oh, here we go. <laughs> I'm not gonna get into that. But 
I just think uh, this might be a ploy for him to get some clout on the Deadpool animated thing so people will be like oh bring the show mm-hmm. back and then like they'll have no choice but to make it uh with that technique do you think that's what's gonna bring the Deadpool back the technique of him being well first off being him being a uh the voice of Deadpool but second of all in the terms of he sounds too black yeah I mean, he was saying stuff in the script like, oh, I thought FX was going to be right for this show, but maybe Freeform. And I'm like, so is Freeform talking about a Deadpool TV show? Mm. Like, I don't know what you're, what he's mm. trying to say. He leaked the script? Yeah, well, he wrote a script, a 15-page script about it, where Deadpool is, like, talking about how they canceled the show. So he's just like, mm. I don't know. It was very, It was very funny the way they wrote it, but Marvel, they haven't commented back about the whole thing because it's a little uh sounds like dead bullish <laughs> yeah but see what's ironic is back in 2015 somebody or two that or the end of 2014 i'm not quite sure someone leaked the, the deadpool test footage where it had Ryan Reynolds as Deadpool and fighting in that... You know that car sequence in the first Deadpool movie? Mm-hmm. It was basically just that fight scene in the end of the movie. Or end of short. But somebody got that whole thing, leaked it online. Nobody to this day, to this day, nobody knows who it was who leaked it. And they and Ryan Reynolds swears he wasn't the dude that does it, did it. Or the director swears mm-hmm. he didn't do it. But somebody high up there did it. Because only a few people probably had that footage. Right. But, you know... Everybody was like, this has to be a movie. You got to make this a movie, a real movie. And so Fox was like, fuck. Well, let's, get, let's give this R-rated movie a chance. So it's going to have a low budget, like 60, 70 million. Yeah. Not a lot of money. Let's see how well it does. And it becomes one of the biggest successful superhero movies R-rated of all time. It made like 790 million. Nearly eight hundred million mm-hmm. on that cheap bu- ass budget, mm. and so Donald maybe like trying to capture that essence and just you know uh, bringing that to the fold. So you think he might be taking some of the old the leakage the leakage sometimes, Yeah, sometimes when you leak shit, it kind of like forces studios to kind of do stuff. It does work sometimes if it's good. If the thing is good, people will be like. Sometimes it doesn't work. There was one guy who was trying to play Spider-Man mm-hmm. back around the time Andrew Garfield was in talks to play Spider-Man, mm-hmm. and it was the guy from The Hunger Games. Uh, uh, I can't remember that fucker's name, but never seen it. Oh, you never seen Hunger Games? Never. Uh, I'm trying it to. It was think. based off of. Uh, no, there wasn't. It's the same girl from. Uh, okay, I know. I know the guy's name. The guy's name was. Uh, Josh Hutcherson, and I know this because I had to look it up because I couldn't remember his fucking name. But, but he, but he, yeah, he leaked the test. He he leaked the like footage of himself, like a demo reel thing of him as Peter Parker. Like he put zits on his face, and then he tried to show off that he could do fight scenes. And so these bullies try to beat him up, and he's like doing this like Spider-Man acrobatic shit, mm-hmm. and people were like, uh, "We're not really feeling this. Mm-hmm. Sorry." And so. After a while, 
Andrew Garfield gets the part because they realize, oh yeah, it's Josh Hutcherson. He would have been bad. He wouldn't. He wouldn't have worked out. But apparently, you know, if you leak something, you might uh you might either be harming yourself or doing good. The Wolverine movie got leaked out online, mm-hmm. like a month or two before it came out. X Men Origins, and right. that saved a lot of people's dollars. It probably <laughs> because I think that movie probably would have made like six hundred. 700 million easy. Yeah. If that one got leaked if, bad. If people hadn't pirated it. But it only made like 300 million. Like at, on a like $180 million budget or some shit like that. So it was okay. It did okay. I'm trying to think of any other leakage stuff. But they're, they're so good at stuff like that now that it's like it's hard to get a good leak every now and again. I think. I don't know. Yeah, that. I gotta read the script. <laughs> I think I should read the script and um, this touch on you know Donald Glover. Donald Glover has been in a situation poor, even with playing uh, the first Black Spider-Man. Yeah, see, and that didn't really work to his favor. Well, it kind of worked to his favor because one Han Solo. Okay, so actually, both times have kind of worked in a way where fans have said he needs to play this character, and he's ended up playing the character, but. You're like looking at me like he, what? Play, he played in Spider Man, but he didn't play. Now here's where he gets Parker. clever. Here's where he gets clever though. Okay, so he's voiced Miles Morales in the animated show Spider Man, and also mm-hmm. he's he's playing Miles Morales' uncle in the Spider Man Homecoming universe. So that means years down the line, when Miles Morales is Spider Man and he becomes Spider Man for the first time. His uncle is a supervillain. And it's going to be interesting to see Donald Glover as an uncle being like... Oh, is it? And being like like the likable uncle. And he's like, yo, you know, like, you got these Spider-Man powers. Like, we could actually do a lot, man. Like, we could could be a team. And and this, like, 13-year-old kid is, like, kind of, like, confused. Like, we're robbing a bank. Like, this isn't what some Spider-Man would do. And he's like, no, don't worry about it, man. Don't, it's, mm-hmm. it's all good, man. I'm your uncle. And then it becomes a thing where once he realizes that his uncle is bad, like bad news, the uncle switches gears. Donald Glover switches gears and it's just like, like, if you don't do what I tell you, man, like, I might have to tell your dad about this. That's your Spider-Man. He's like, what? And he's like, I mean, I'm not saying I'm going to, but like, <laughs> you don't do what I want you to do. I mean, somebody could get hurt. Okay. Like the thug in them starts to come out. Yeah, yeah, somebody yeah. might get hurt, man. Sneaky, sneaky guy. You know, and it, and in the comic books, it ends up they end up getting in a big fight, and he accidentally kills his uncle. Mm. And so, it's an interesting thing to give Donald Glover a likable character so far in the Spider-Man universe, and see him transition into like the fucked up bad guy that he becomes, the Prowler. Who just steals shit. That's all his power is. Is that he just steals stuff. And he has gadgets that help him steal. Right, right, right. <laughs> so. So. Based off the Spider-Man universe. Yep. So, so I thought that was. Homecoming. He was buying all the gadgets and shit. Yeah, yeah. He was like, I'm not trying to buy like weapons that shoot people back in time. <laughs> <laughs> I just want like a regular gun, man. <laughs> you know, so, so, so for that, I, I just think uh, he's had a great. A great run off of people pitching him for parts because I don't even really see him as Lando in Star Wars, but people are like, "Oh, he'd be perfect." But when it happened, everybody was like, "Perfect, he's the best." 
And that's the only reason people are going to go see, a majority of people are going to go see Han Solo. It's to see Donald Glover as Lando. Not he for- has a name for himself, bro. <laughs> he made a name for himself. So, just uh, just basing this off of the, uh, this wasn't the last episode. I think it was like episode two of Atlanta. Uh, did you see that? Yeah, yeah. I'm two episodes Epis- behind that, but yeah, I've seen episode two where he's like in the uh, the rap uh, label uh, company. That's episode two of Atlanta. He gives them the mic, or they ask for a well, episode three. Then I'm sorry. Okay. Oh, you say two episodes behind. Basically, it was like black man living in a white world, like the whole the whole thing. Was it when he was at the company and they were asking him for the mixtape? No, nah, this this one he uh, basically finally got his money off of selling the dog from the previous. Oh, oh no, no, that's when he was at the mall, right? He gets all this money. No, this is that was still that was still the second okay, one. Okay, so no, that's that's that was still episode two. That's not episode two. I know that was sporting weight. The first one was Alligator Man with Cat Williams. Yeah, the I can't let you know the titles of these because the, the, that, <laughs> that makes me just that shuts me all the way down. Cause I'm like, he knows the names of that. The second one was uh, sporting weights when he was at the mall with the dude and they were stealing shit. And then they went to the uh, they went to the record label with the white guy. He was like, Yo, you got the you got a CD? He's like, Yeah, I got a CD. He's like, No, we got state of the art stuff. Like, can you send it to me, Bluetooth? Mm-hmm. And he couldn't do it. That's the episode you're talking about. <laughs> and then cousin, and the cousin was like stealing shoes and stuff out the mall and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. And then the third episode was like he um in season one he had sold a dog to be to make puppies or whatever and yeah, he was yeah. getting a low bunch of money. He finally got okay. The- okay, so I'm looking at I'm looking on Wiki. You're right. First episode, Alligator Man. Second episode, Sporting Waves. Third, Money Bag, Shawty. So I didn't one. see that one. It's that one. So basically, in this oh, one. Oh, wait, but I've seen clips of it. So in this one, he's basically like, uh, he gets his money and he's trying to take his money in a white man's world, basically. Like, he's like, yo, we're going to ball out tonight. So he tries to take his girls to his fancy restaurant, stuff like that. He pays with a hundred. They're like, I need to see your ID and. You know, something else. We're going to make a copy of it. Just in case you're making fake bills and all this other shit. Mm. Like, and it's... And it's the, the whole first half, he's just trying to do nice things. Like, the quote-unquote... My quotation marks up right now. The white people way. It's like, I want to go to a nice place. I want to pay with a big bill. To well, a fancy place. Well, that makes sense in his character. To and then, do that. Yeah, and then, uh, like, like another... Like, one scene when he pays with 100, he walks off. She's like, I don't have change for you. And then... A white, another white guy walks up, he pays on a hundred, and he tells the white guy, he's like, "Yo, like, she said she she just didn't take my money." He just he just shows him like the pistol on his hip. He's like, "Oh, yep, time to go." <laughs> like, so I'm I'm just taking that in consideration of like this whole. That's why I say this whole conspiracy of the whole like white man black man thing was the is that the way to go, or do you think that maybe even that second or third episode, even though you haven't seen it, do you think that may have something to do with the whole Deadpool situation? It could. Because like you write writing that in the script because like when you when you see that when when you see that and he has the girl hundred dollar bill he's like she's like yeah let me see your idea I need to make a photocopy you're like I, honestly honestly racist, so. things like this are so complex I mean how, how we were talking about the IVRAD Marvel Kevin Feige thing mm. it's it's possible it's it's entirely possible and you know like I said Deadpool is pretty popular right now and the fact that he might be voiced like by Donald he might have been voiced by Donald Glover mm-hmm. and then. His ethnicity would have been changed. Uh, for some people, it would have been a big deal in a bad way. 
which sucks because, you know, Deadpool's ethnicity doesn't really add anything to his character, so it doesn't really matter. If you, like, if you change, like, Black Panther's character to, like, a white guy, it doesn't really work. At all. Yeah, yeah but, like, other characters can kind of work, so... I don't know. It's a, it's a it's a difficult thing, but the only reason I can say this is because with Deadpool two, they cast the actress that's in Atlanta, uh, who plays uh, uh, Donald Glover's girlfriend. Mm-hmm. I'm not forgetting girlfriend. I don't know her name. Yeah, Sazzy Beats. I think that's her name. Uh, yeah, that's her name. <laughs> oh yeah, she does team up. Yeah, yeah Sazzy Beats. She plays Domino. And Domino in the comics is this pale albino woman, sort of with black hair, uh, and like a black circle around her, one of her eyes. And they decided to reverse it and make Domino Zazzy Beats, and then have a white circle around her eyes. Mm. And Vans just lost their shit, but they were like, "To Vans, Vans, oh Vans, like yeah, it wasn't Van- <laughs> yeah, it's like the endorsement for Vans." Uh, Van yeah, but like basically, they just said, you know, uh, why, why, well, you know, why couldn't they just make like her white and have the black domino mm-hmm. thing on her face, or they could have even just added the black uh thing. And I think even some, for some nerds, it wasn't even like that she was black. It mm-hmm. was just like they didn't even add the black like mm-hmm. birthmark thing around her eye. Mm-hmm. Like they like they would like they would have been okay if she yeah. was black. But some people were like. They were, some people were mad at one other black thing, and the other was mad at another black thing. And you know what's crazy, though? Even in the trailer, the second trailer of Deadpool 2, she, besides the taxi driver, she was one of the other most, like, visualized person in, yeah. in the trailer. Yeah. So I think that might have been a that might have been a little turn of twist just to test it out, just to see I'm what sure, the world is going to I'm sure be. Deadpool is going to mention it. Like, oh, you might piss off a couple of comic book fans here and there. You know, like, right. he's going to mention Say some it. shit to her. Yeah, he's going to mention, oh, that's a new look for you, you know. Mm-hmm. And then he, like, looks at the camera, wink, wink. Yeah, yeah. You know, but who knows? With Deadpool, you can get away with that type of stuff. You know? All day. Yeah. Just make fun of yourself. But other than that, I think we have covered all of the news this week. I think so. I mean, other than that, this is a side note. Sharknado is coming to an end. The franchise is over. The who? <laughs> Sharknado. Yeah, I didn't see that. <laughs> it's just a movie with sharks in a tornado. Oh, wow. And and they... Hovering in... in they land on people and start biting people and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And Before then, they die. Yeah, and, yeah, pretty much. And then, like, this guy has, like, a chainsaw and it's... <laughs> the first one, the shark is coming towards him, and he has a chainsaw, and he jumps right into his mouth. <laughs> like splits it's like some drag shit. <laughs> yeah, it was weird. It was weird, but yeah, that's coming to an end. But it's gonna be involving time travel, and this is the sixth, the sixth movie. Really? <laughs> yeah. It's never, bad. Never would have known about till now. Well, you're welcome. Thank you. Yeah, but I think that's it for uh, nerdy talk with Dan. I hope uh, you guys enjoyed this episode. And uh, until next time, peace. Peace out.